conviction strengthened local African-Americans' resolve to fight segregation and serve to draw national attention to the growing civil rights movement. This has been This Day, February 20th in Racial Injustice from the Equal Rights Initiative, and this is listener-sponsored, non-commercial, WBAI, New York. This is the mic check for Cat Radio Cafe. Testing. Testing. Tune into Cat Radio Cafe Tuesday night at 9 here on WBAI. I'm Janet Coleman. I'm David Dozer. Place Playwright on Tuesday, February 21st at 9 p.m. We'll be joined by author Priscilla Gilman to discuss her new memoir, The Critic's Daughter, an eloquent and emotionally daring reflection on her father, the groundbreaking theater and literary critic Richard Gilman, whose huge professional accomplishments and charm were as complex as his personal demons. Tuesday night at 9 here on WBAI. At Radio Cafe. Hey, the catch drink coffee. When it's not such a beautiful morning. Ooh, stayed up all night, huh? It's cats. It's a minute past 10 p.m. You're tuned to WBAI New York, 99.5 FM, streaming at WBAI.org. Time now for Night Shift with Mike Sargent. You are tuned to listener-sponsored radio, WBAI. The name of the show, Night Shift. (laughs) 
You are tuned to listener-sponsored radio, WBAI 99.5 FM, and this is Night Shift. I'm Mike Sargent. I'm actually here with Mike from Jersey. His name is not actually Mike, and he's not actually from Jersey. Yes, both those things are not true. Those those things are true. I mean, uh, rather- your name is what's not true. Yes, exactly. Thank you. You don't. Be, you you're not a good advocate. For yourself. <laughs> so, um, tonight the the program director actually said, but well, the program director program director said, hey, make tonight's show fun. So I decided that what we're going to do is this is what I would call a topper. I'm going to play to you an old show. Um, and I'm going to talk to you, you know, in today today's time like right now it's 2023 first to talk to you to set you up to what we were talking about and this was a period this is in the 90s this is probably early to mid 90s it's gonna be like 95 yeah maybe somewhere in there and and this is the point where byron was a regular co-host so we had a regular thing going, and I already gone through, you know, Keith and rotated cones. Right. And, and, and Chris had left. Eugene coming back a second. Chris, Chris had left, but he, but he came back. He came back, and we still had all the old crew, like, you know, Jeff, <laughs> Edwin, and Ass Jeff, head. and uh, Asshead, and the only person who didn't call was no. me. Yeah. And, but. Uh, What's interesting about listening to the show back then, because it's it's sort of night shift has remained uh, in some ways the same, but it's probably a little less frivolous, though we still do have fun here. Uh, but we were talking about something that was, let's just say, uh, an interesting topic, and I'm going to get to that in a minute. But I do want to talk about some things that are going on today. Because you said to me, my friend, you say, oh, you got to do the show because life is like science fiction. I did. And uh, yeah, life is like science fiction. And, you know, every now and then a story will just catch you. You know, you're like, huh, interesting. So did you see this YouTube video? And, and for those who have computers and have YouTube, you can look this up. Did you see that there was a, somebody got a video of a dead bird floating? In the sky. <laughs> no, no, I have not seen this. I'm, I kid you not. And it's a kid saw this dead bird floating in the sky. It's got thousands of views. You can you can go online and see this. So, I don't understand. You look at the video. It's it's really it's a handheld phone video. It does not look fake or created. It's just okay. It's a dead bird floating in the sky. So, unexplained. Life is like science fiction. Meanwhile. As I was looking that up, I, I said, "Let me do a search for," because I had seen it, and they said, well, "Let me, let me, let me do a search for, you know, dead bird floating in the sky." And I put "floating dead right. bird" in, and the first thing that comes up is a science story from oh two God. days ago. All right, <clears throat> scientists turn dead birds into terrifying zombies <laughs> that really Stop. fly. I'm telling you, it says here. Now, this is from BGR, but this this is story has been covered uh, several places. I'm just reading it from here. But it says here, the birds aren't real. Conspiracy may have just found a new leg to stand on. According to the research, scientists have managed to take dead birds and turn them into drones. 
according to a new report by this is this is now they're they're reporting on the article that's in right. scientists okay so uh, i could go to the new scientists that article came out on the 14th and it says the headline for that one is stuffed dead birds made into drones <laughs> could spy on animals God. or humans Oh my God. Okay. Flapping wings. Yes, and I'm going to read this one to you. This is I this one is written by Jerry Hume. <laughs> I know, you missed this. Okay. Flapping wing drones camouflage with the body. I'm sorry. Flapping wing drones camouflaged with the bodies of taxidermy birds could help study flocks of wild birds or enable military spy missions. But they're not yet the most efficient flyers. Okay, uh, it's a project. Okay, for incorporating dead birds into flapping wing drones. Okay, it might enable new ways of stealthily snooping on wildlife and possibly spying on people for military purposes. Instead of using artificial materials for building drones, we can use the dead birds and re-engineer them as a drone. Said Mustafa. Hassan Alian at the New Mexico Tech. Hassan Alian and his colleagues have combined taxidermy bird parts with artificial flapping. Dude, what what are you what are you doing? Are you making sense? Or, like, what is that sound? It's the, it's, what, it's the what, pipes. What? Anyway, sorry. What kind of what kind of pipes do you? What is this? Like, are you in Brazil? You have like giant pipes hanging from the ceiling, and like, can you hear like? People upstairs flush, and then you... All right, well, anyway, interrupting my story. Anyway, here we go. Hassan Olian and his colleagues have combined taxidermy bird parts with artificial flapping drone mechanisms to mimic the general appearance and motions of living birds more closely. They've done test flights with two look-like bird drones, one combining artificial bird body parts with a real pheasant. Hold on, sir. So, what is an artificial? What does that mean? That sounds like Frankenstein. What's artificial? Dude, dude, the whole thing sounds like, and and they have videos of the the dead bird drones flying with the, the dead eyes. Oh my God, I'm just, it's just so bizarre. Yeah, exactly. wait, 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 wait. So, I just need to ask like sort of the obvious audience question, which is like, when when is that going to? When is that? When, when is that going to happen with like human human corpses? <laughs> Stop. Well, I know some people, some people have taxidermied their cats and turned them into drones. I've seen that. Uh, I swear, like a dead cat with like, you know, the feet are extended and they're like, oh my God. Like, you, you can, you can look this up. Oh my God. <laughs> and uh, yes, well, as Charlton Heston would say, <laughs> that was the kind of world we made. So there it is. Uh, uh, yeah. So there it is. Wow. I'll just throw that in there for you. So, yes. So, now, that is just today's news. That's what's going on right now. Uh, you know, it's a, and in more bird news, Flacco, the owl who escaped yes, Central Park. Yes, this I know about. Will be, he, will, he will be allowed his freedom. Oh, wow. That's it. That's so the update. That's right. It, it's the update. He will be allowed his freedom. So, they're just asking, all the birders are asking everybody to be respectful of the owl. Yeah, the, the last the last headline I heard was from yesterday was owl learns to hunt in Central Park. Like, he may take care of all of our rat problems. 
So uh, I think that that's, you know, that's just, it is what it is. Now, the story we were covering back then, which has nothing to do with birds, was a story that I had covered the week before. This was like a, a follow-up to that story. And, and this is where we're going to drop in on that conversation. I don't know if you know that there are, there's a movement, and we were covering it on night shift, of course. There's a movement for men who want to reclaim their foreskin. Uh, I, I, unfortunately, Did you know this? I do know about this. Okay, all right. Well, that's probably good to listen to night shift. All right. So, and, and, and it involves putting weights. Yes. On your genitalia to stretch the skin. Now, this was, when we covered this 25 years ago, this was like a thing. Now, I put in Reclaiming Foreskin oh, no. Club because I wanted to see if I could if I could find that article. And now, it, it one of the things that comes up is, okay, first of all, they got the story from 2003. Um, and I'm just going to read a little bit of the article. <laughs> This is I just don't, a first of all, little I don't bit of the article. That's <laughs> uh, all I'm gonna all I'm gonna do. No, I didn't do an image search. I just did an actual all right. It says these men want their foreskins back. Now this is from NBC News back in two thousand and three, November twenty-fourth, two thousand three. Just before, it's a great story just before Thanksgiving. Okay, these men want their foreskins back. A growing movement of men not only oppose circumcision, but want what they consider taken from them and want to regrow their foreskin. God. I am cut right, I am covered and have overhead. <laughs> R. Wayne Griffiths, seventy, a grandfather, speaking frankly about his foreskin, which is the only really which is really the only way you can speak on the topic. More to the point, he is gleefully describing the sensation of having his foreskin back after decades of living with a circumcised penis. It's delightful, he says. As head of, and this is what we were covering, as head of the National Organization for Restoring Men. That's correct. Uh, he spends his days advocating that circumcised men reclaim and suggest that it's their birthright, a penis unmolded by the will unmolded. of unmolded. Yeah, unmolded, unmolded. Now, yes, not your not unmolded. Now, the other thing that came up is because we covered this story, like I said, in the nineties, and this is long before NBC did. We were always ahead of the curve there. Now, uh, NBC covered it in two thousand and three, but in two thousand and twenty-three, there's a company when you put a when you put in reclaiming foreskin club. The second thing that comes up is Foragen. Okay, yes. Yes, their homepage. Gain back. Lo listen, Foragen, they got a they got a logo that looks like a, 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 a I don't want to tell you what it is. Okay. It's it looks like uh, an iris I'm sure. of uh, a camera lens. It's Foragen. Okay. You go to their homepage, it says gain back, lost functionality. And they have four points here. Sexual sensitivity. Having a foreskin can increase the pleasure felt during sexual activity. Natural look. The foreskin will restore the natural look of the penis as nature intended. And here's 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 a good one. Genital integrity. Reclaim your whole body by supporting the work of foreskin regeneration. And then here we go. 
psychological well-being, having peace of mind, knowing that your choice as a man has been restored. That's going to be the name of my band. Integrity. <laughs> the foraging is there. It is genital integrity. integrity. So, and they, they have a whole thing. They have us process. They have what they call the preliminary phase, stage one, stage two, stage three. They got a whole thing. They tell you they got prices for tears. Uh, yeah, it's it's. And what's interesting is the two lead scientists. Oh wow! Are women. That's interesting. It's, as Spock would say, fascinating. So, foraging. So that that's the update. Like we've come to the now. There's companies that are just, they, are, what they, they do. are they doing this for the uh, husbands, perhaps? Or uh, I don't know. You could also go to restoringforeskin.org. Yeah. Okay, that that's it's yeah, a whole it's thing. A whole, I didn't realize there's this whole it's like a whole, <laughs> this whole okay. culture. You ready for this yeah. one? This okay. There is a whole culture. You ready for this website's yes. name? You ready? Okay. Considering how you reclaim your foreskin, this website's called TLC. Oh my God! Tugger. <laughs> That's right. TLC Tugger.com. It's right. Testimonials. TLC Tugger foreskin <laughs> restoration. So it's a whole industry now. And, and you can shop. They've got, listen, you can shop on TLC. They oh have accessories. They have comfort tug straps. Oh. <laughs> yes, they do. They have the scent slip. Okay. They have the TLC hangers. Oh, oh my God. Okay. And they have a, a, a variety of devices to assist you. In your quest, so you're That's are you doing this to yourself? You, you are they could, adding I'm, things or what's? This is you order it and they oh say you do this at home. Like you don't have to. You don't have to go down to the club oh. and, and and tug with your your buddies. You can tug at home with various. They have all. I'm serious. Oh they have. God. They have. They even have apparel. They have T-shirts. One that says foreskin feels really good wow. okay and then they have tug and wear a foreskin restoration <laughs> jock I mean I, 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 I'm stunned because when we covered it it's like yeah these freaks in a corner are trying to hang weights right. from the oh, and it's now it's thing. an industry it's yep they also have these scent slips synthetic foreskin which you yeah, I, see, I, and, and what's interesting you know, for contrast you know I have headed. to say like I mean you know let's Putting the two things side by side and having also just listened to it, it the, which two uh, things the, two, the yeah, circumcised, uncircumcised, well, this, or are you talking this about and the, the show. show? So you covering it back then? Okay. It, when you when you look at the stories today, it doesn't even sound that crazy to me. It, some of it doesn't sound that crazy. It seems like compared with other things that are going on right now, it doesn't even sound as nuts as other things. Well. There it is, as uh, Charlton Heston would say. <sighs> well, so yeah, I won't be needed. There it is. So. Yeah, yeah. Well, this is you know you can reclaim your manhood, get some psychological well-being going on here. Okay. Uh, so and restore your genital integrity. So 
Now, we're going to go to that episode uh, from back then, and I've, I've caught a few times I give out the number, I reverse the numbers, so that you don't actually hear the number being given out, but don't call, because you can't call. But you can listen, and listen to all the people who used to call, and enjoy some this this encore presentation of a classic night show with Chris and Byron, and we're just jumping right into the whole end of the foreskin conversation. And then we'll come back and, and guide you as well. Next thing. So quite proud of this So anyway, this woman said she said she said now check it out. Check it out what she said. She um she version. First of all she says that she's sexual right now. And then she says she has two sons. Okay. Eighteen born eighteen years apart. The first one she had several times because she was less uh inclined you know, inclined or about no, the last one, the latest the latest son. What do you mean wrong? For the first for the first one, you fool, don't tell me I'm wrong about it. Uh, you know, what is your partner, Chris? What's the deal? Hey, you're one of your listeners. I mean, yeah, well, he was listening when you were here. Edwin. Yeah, Edwin, we'll ask you when we need your partner. <laughs> exactly. You used to keep them in line. Now they're out of hand. All right, but anyway. So, so the deal is... You can laugh, though. That's okay. That's okay. It's funny because you can laugh at it. Blow your nose. We like, we like to have the live audience. At least with one person. At least we feel like we're, we actually have one person listening. <laughs> exactly. While we're doing it. Well, there were like eight calls. Until I got on, and people yeah. started talking. Yeah. They, they realized, they realized. Yeah, like, well, okay. Macy's not going to call because he knows you know, it's whether yeah. or not to call me. So anyway, so you're there, so checking out. No, I'm not. I wasn't checking it out. I, mean, I wasn't checking it out. I, yes, you were. You we said were you were at this party. No, I didn't. And there say. were a bunch of men there. <laughs> no, no. And everybody and decided to take a shower, and yes. he went in there to check out what you could check. Check out. out, and he has listen. He has a harness, by the way, <laughs> that takes him 45 minutes to construct. Really? <laughs> 45 minutes to construct a harness. Well, how's he doing? Does it, now, now, is now. Is my it, question is, what was the deal when he was building? Is he getting it back? Is he getting it back? He says yes. He's got a small, a small. What do they call it? A small thing. I think it's something wild to say right now, but I'm not going. I couldn't believe you were in here. I thought we would just conjure you up by the mere talk of such a thing. You know? I remember my mom being so proud. Uh, now I know why. You're I'm going to leave that out. Just all right, all right. No, you see, you left, left yourself really open for a barrage of questions well, right well, there. But why would get, your mom I'll, be proud? I'll, I'll continue with, with your discussion. She loves your mom. Go, go right ahead. Is that something you tell your mom? <laughs> well, hopefully your mom knows. You know what I'm saying? Like, so go ahead. Go ahead and... Go ahead, keep, keep telling your story. Oh, no, no, that's a story. So, okay, so the, so the friend that we're talking about, right? Okay. You were saying that that that, that he was uncertain. Uncertain, right? yes, he's uncertain. uncertain. How did you know that? Well, because, you know, at once I'm in life, I've known for 15 years, you right. know. One time in life. Oh, uh, we were in the bathroom together. You were in the bathroom together? Okay. <laughs> no, but I mean, And what know. happened? Oh, come on. Yes, let's are talk about saying, this. This is what I wanted to get no, to. No, no, you're making something out of nothing. No, I'm making something out of something. You're making something out of something. So you're in the bathroom together. No, we had, had one Okay. And boy, was there thunder. Stop. So you're in the bathroom no, together. No, and at one time, right. uh, you know, he's, you know. And you know what? Whatever. You Just know, say it. You looked. You, 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 you know, whatever. You looked at what? Or maybe we, we took a shower somewhere, you, like you, in a gym or something. You took I don't a shower remember. somewhere. Now you don't even know where you took a shower. <laughs> it was an unconscious <laughs> you know, I'm going to stop talking because I'm, I'm digging a hole for myself. 
you, you know, you're, you're missing out All on right. the, and the point of the story. Which well, is, there's obviously a point. At That's some what time, you were at. No, point. I wasn't looking. I'm just saying, at, point, you said, at one time, I just it? happened to see it. That's all. You happened That's to it. see it. That's it. And were you That's shocked it. when you no, saw it? No, I was not shocked. And, and what did it look like? Describe it to me. Uh, you know, I don't know. They're different. So you looked at his. It looked what covered. What did you look at? Listen. You we look, know we know what we're talking about. I looked, can't you just say it? His fingers. I saw you, it. I saw it. You saw it. I saw it. That's you it. At his That's fingers. it. There's nothing else. That's All right. Can I, I ask you something else? Okay. No. <laughs> oh no! Oh no! Oh no! Why the hell were you looking at his penis? I wasn't like, looking at his penis. It was not like like hey. I mean, I mean you know, is this something that you do? No, I was not like. Because there's a show on in the afternoon on Wednesdays oh, that talks all it. about exploring no, your bisexual side, your no, homosexual right, no, side. This has nothing to is, do. This is something that this is very very. Why are you projecting? Why are you projecting? Why are you? Projecting on me your own desires. Okay, so did you did you feel anything when you saw his penis? And you see what I told him this story. His first thing was like, "Ooh, oh, can I can I come over?" You know? I said, "Chris, <laughs> he's not here now." He's like, "Oh well, uh, give him my number." So you looked at his penis. Did you get aroused? No, I was not aroused. How old were you when this happened? You know, I don't know. Did it ever happen again? Ten years ago. Ten years ago. Did it ever happen again? No, it never happened again. Have you ever seen anyone else's penis? That, you know, uh, <laughs> I'm just trying to trying to define. I, how about my own? Okay. Oh, stop it! No, I was. I don't remember whether I was. Naked was he looking or at yours? I you guys, I, you guys were naked. You know, in the I don't know if it was a shower thing or if it was a bathroom thing. It's just one of those things you have a memory. Right? See, I, I remember. I, well, you weren't going to the bathroom when he was in the bathroom. Were in there with you? Were you? I, I, it could have the been. So you were going to the bathroom, bathroom together? We came back at the beach. Oh, well, what? No, where is there was, a public bathroom that people just share and then look at each other's penis? A gym, a gym. <laughs> what is there a public bathroom with it? <laughs> Seth Alam. Seth Alam. What do you mean? This is why I didn't want to really tell you all this story last week. Where is there a public bathroom? No, no. This this is on the show. Yes. This is the deal. I just want you to know. This is the deal. You know, why do you you see he instantly, his mind keenly zeroes in on some detail. Are you you aware? First thing, I'm telling him the story. I said, yeah, you know, and I spoke to so-and-so, and, 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 you know, we were talking, and I knew he was uncircumcised. And and he goes, wait a minute. How do you know he was uncircumcised? I said, well, because I had seen it. When? What was happening? How many times? You know, did you touch it? You know, it's like it has nothing to do with it. But, but the, I mean, does he know if you? Uh, does he know if you're uncircumcised? Or? Well, we were discussing. It, so even if he had doubts, or if he didn't you know, you confirmed it for uh, him. Well, no, I was just you know we were discussing it. All right, we'll, we'll we'll let everybody think about that right, one. Stop. So uh, we can continue on that, but but let's. Uh, you don't want to have a question? What's, What's the, question? the deal? Yeah. Okay. What deal? With with Matt, with your own son. <laughs> What's the deal with uh, with Anna Nicole Smith? What's the deal with her? You mean the white trash cover from New York Magazine? What's the deal with her? I like I don't know why. Listen, but I, I like, like her a lot I, like, too, I don't know why. I mean, she's you know. like she's like a grown up little girl. That's what she seems like. And I don't know why is that attractive to, yeah, let's, to let's talk about men now. in this society. Yeah. No, I don't why get is it. that attractive to you? I, I don't. Oh, grown shut up, up little girls. Let's, let's talk about. <laughs> I think it's funny. I, I think you reveal yourself to me more. As oh you yes, let, let's see. See, here's the projection part, and then I would know whether you were uncircumcised. And <laughs> well, I have a question for Byron. Go shoot your shot, Byron. Are you circumcised? Uh, see, he wants to see now. He's going to ask you to go into the other room and everything. I'm telling you, you, it's coming. Are you are you comfortable with what you're talking about? I was born in 1950. So, so you're so you're uncircumcised. Yeah. No, Clip. you're circumcised. Yeah. 
You're circumcised. Without my knowledge. Because I'm actually two, I'm two. actually half circumcised. Two, seven, which nine. I think is the best of both worlds. Three, right? What does that mean? He stopped. Hey, hey. That's no, a, no. That's exactly what happened. All right. Well, I, you know, I'm glad you're free. I, I think I think ultimately it it says a lot about the scar that we carry around yes, from psychologically birth, from, birth. from birth. And the issue is perhaps not so much one of meaning something you need to know all your life. I thought it was some kind of Jewish thing. That's what I thought it was. Well, well it is are, in various Hebrew religions, of course. Certain religions within the Judeo-Christian ethics that all right. practices circumcision for religious purposes, but in the United States, uh, between 1950 and 1960, 90% right. of the men were, who were born in this country were circumcised for non-religious purposes. Okay. Would you circumcise your children now? That's, That's an interesting question. Will, will I, you I do mean, what God intends? The um, issue raised is, is an interesting issue for males to consider uh, why they're circumcised. And I think they raised some interesting um, questions that are based on non-religious uh, reasons. And right. for for that purpose, I think it's worth a discussion. And certainly, I'm not. I don't know about going around with uh, one-pound weights on. Right. Oh come on! You know you got a harness happening. Right. I've seen your drawing. <laughs> you see my harness. I've seen your drawing. Now you you weren't supposed to look and tell that. Well, but you, my my question is: Do you think John John Jr. is circumcised or not? Because you know. He says, I reveal myself. I'm not afraid to say that I'm attracted to John John Jr. John Kennedy Jr. You're not afraid to say that? I'm not afraid. I'm Are not you afraid. ashamed, though? That's the question. I'm not. A, I'm not. Uh, well, that's interesting, you know, Chris. You know, uh, I mean, just, you know, I'm not, uh, you know. Uh, that's interesting. Yeah. <laughs> that's very interesting. Very, indeed. Thank you for sharing yes, with yes, us, Chris. Thank you for sharing with you, Chris. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> see you later, Byron. Why don't you trade seats with Chris? Let Chris stay on that side. It's a little too close in this studio. And then I will ask Mike to reveal himself to me on the air. You show me yours and I'll show you mine. But we have these people. Who else is here? Hello? Yes. Oh, no. Is this Asshead? Asshead. Hello, hello. Let me test my equipment. Asshead, I wrote you in my script. Did you write him in the script? Asshead's in the script. Asshead, you're in the script. You're Did in you the change mix. his name? That's suit. all I want. No, Asshead stays. Asshead is in That's a good name. Asshead is in the script. 212-279-3400. Let's fill the lines. Nice show. Call up. Hello, you're on the air. Talk to me. Oh, stop it. Oh, take the weight off. You know what was really interesting? <laughs> um, on today, on t this afternoon's show on BAI, <laughs> the, the sex out. show, take the some off. guy called up, and he sounded just like you, Miguel. And I was going to tape it and play it for you on a future show. As an expose. And he sounded just like you. So, so how long have you been homosexual, Miguel? Until <laughs> <laughs> he heard me. What does that mean? Oh, then you decided that, that, that uh, you never have like him it. and being gay it's was it's no good. I want to ride him. Stop it! See that, Byron? You've got you're wanted by both sexes. But uh, we were going to talk about. So would you would you get your would you have your children circumcised, Mike? Well, I have my children circumcised. Yeah. Well, since I don't have the opportunity to ask them what they want, I, I would have to talk to my wife about it. Okay. Well, how do you feel about it? Though? How do I feel about it? Uh, since you're the decision-making one in most well, of your I, relationships. I, I think 
I, 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 I couldn't answer what I would do now because it is something now I've only begun to think about since we did that show. Really? Yes. This I is really, I didn't truly. I mean, you don't truly. really, I hadn't consider really considered it. it. I hadn't considered but it. You answered the question. You said no. I would have to do a little well, more. You said you said you would. Have Byron to consider said, "Snip it. away." Yeah. I'd have to consider it well, because snip, it now. You said snip away. Snip. In, snip. There are some countries kind of. where there is <laughs> circumcision for women. <laughs> the doctor here. <laughs> and Byron standing over there. Mr. Saunders got him. <laughs> Now, in certain countries, there are some countries where women are circumcised, and they consider that and mutilation. Heavy. And that's heavy. That's heavy. Yes. They consider but, that mutilation. Western but, but, society it's, it's the reason. considers it's the reason that behind mutilation. It's the reason behind it, because the real deal, the real deal with the circumcision is that, that supposedly it leaves you more uh, 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 susceptible to venereal disease, okay? Yeah. As a result of having this extra skin or whatever, maybe we, the hygiene is not taught. Let's just, that's my concept on it. But, but with the women in Africa... That's with right. the clitorises that are cut off, it's so that they never really reach their sexual uh, peak. Now that's a whole heavier. And they consider that mutilation. Well, we it consider is mutilation. that. I we can. Western mutilation. I consider. I consider, consider circumcision mutilation too. Well, I mean that word was both associated with uh, the article last week. That's what he was trying to say was that for him it was mutilation and without his permission, and uh, he considered it uh, a. a life-threatening situation. He thought he was going crazy until he realized there were other people out there. This is the names just of these cuts. Can I, can I just say this for a second? Look, this, this the different type like, of circumcision cuts? Oh, man. No, names of the cuts of this. The moon cut. Cool, yeah. The half cut. Almost. <laughs> listen, here's a, here's a cut. The almost, sunshine cut. Almost cut my hair. Almost cut almost my hair. Stopped. <laughs> the sunshine. Yes, the butt cut. Now, you, you know, know like almost cut my hair. Uh, what kind of cut do you want there, Mr. Saunders? That's a uh, uh, standard cut. That's a Crosby, Stills, and Nash song, isn't it? <laughs> the patterns are forming now. Hi, Jeff. How are you, man? And how much script? And how much script money do you want? Most of Chris Taylor. How much night shift Monday? Money do you want? <laughs> Both circumcised penises. Oh, stop! I just got to cut them off. I'm sorry. Hello, you're on the air. Hello. 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 Hello, you're on the air. Oh, oh, oh! Wait. Does he? Let me ask you something. No, no, no. I want to hear. He's not going to agree with anything we do. Go ahead, talk. Or it's not even inane, it's just puritanical adolescence or pre-adolescent or unadolescent. Okay, thank you, Paul. Monroe. 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 How come every time I come on the show, you always go into these rants and raves? Well, the point is this. It's not bad. Is it me? Is it me? You know, I mean, if we if we make fun of it, we have to get serious. And since we've balanced it out by being serious and funny, by mocking it and pointing out the significance of it within society, then it's okay. It's called balance. You see, you can have that female character or that black character that's a stereotype as long as you balance it out with a positive one. And that's what it's about. Balance. So go ahead, Chris. Go ahead, Chris. No, I, I, you're, 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 you know, you're so great on the radio. Oh, shut up. Hello, you're no, in the I, air. I, 
Oh, shut up. You are. You're the shut greatest. Up. Is he the greatest? He's the greatest. The greatest. Oh, he's you the are the greatest. Yes. Just shut up. Just shut up. Just stop it now. Stop it now. All right, sarcasm you know, is not a virtue. I sit at home, I listen to the show, and I and I try to be more like you, oh, you in my you? everyday are you, life. Are you trying to be more like me no, at I, home? every day I try to be more like You're you. You're my hero. Well, then you better cut some of that skin off. <laughs> Take the weights off. Okay. So do you want to talk, do you want to read that article there I, I bought for you? One. Let me see if this Oh, he has an article that Mike's going to read. All right. Hello, you're in the air. Hello. What? Mike is great. What? Mike is great. Hello, who's this? Hedison, David Hedison, who is it? Who is it? David Hedison. You? Uh, you said David Hedison. <laughs> is that you? It's David Hedison. Hello, hello. You look really bad. It's Felix Leiter. Hello. Okay. Okay. David. David Hedison. So, David, what have you done since? Are you still alive? <laughs> like I don't even. Is David Hedison still alive? Who is David Hedison? <laughs> from from Boys in the Bottom of the Sea. <laughs> David Edison. No. You remember? Terrible. No. You're having your own. I'm telling you. You're somewhere wrong. He also played Felix Leiter in Live and Let Die and then that last piece of crap, License to Kill. We have an article we're going to read for you. Blockhead guilty in Lobster Boy Slay. Okay. Okay. This is from the Daily News. Yeah. yeah. I, read this this August, you read, I know you read this one. August did you, zero. Did you see news? They had a picture of the of the lobster yeah. family. The lobster family. Now I don't yeah, know about this, this whole concept. That's going really on. dysfunctional. Okay. Here we go. <laughs> Tampa, Florida. Okay. This is life as science, ladies and gentlemen. Okay. For those who never listen to the show, let me explain the concept behind what is happening now. This is a section in the show. All right. Shut up. This is a section in the show where we discuss things that are happening in real life. Okay, but they are so surreal that they take on the feel of science fiction. And there are more and more of articles like this. Byron has a two-inch thick file sitting in front of him. Well, I thought he had a two-inch thick oh, circumcision. Stop. No, he's got a thick file sitting in front of him. I have a thick head sitting next to me. But the thick file... We're sitting on a thick head. Stop it. Uh, in this thick file are all these articles that are real things that happened. That sort of, okay, now here we go, Tampa, Florida, rejecting arguments that it was a last resort to protect his mother from abuse. A jury convicted the lobster boy's stepson yesterday of hiring a hitman to kill the claw-handed carnival performer. Harry Glenn Newman, 20, himself a sideshow, human blockhead, sobbed as he was found guilty of first-degree murder and murder conspiracy, which carry a mandatory life sentence without parole for at least 25 years. Newman testified during the week-long trial that the murder-for-hire scheme was the only way to protect his mother, Mary Stiles, from escalating abuse. The two paid a teenage neighbor $1,500 to shoot 55-year-old Grady Stiles, blockhead junior, twice in the back of the blockhead two years ago as he watched TV in his trailer. In her trial last month, Stiles claimed she was a battered wife and was convicted of manslaughter. Stiles, 56, faces 7 to 22 years. Christopher Wyatt, the 19-year-old trigger man, is serving 27 years. Now, what is the deal with this whole blockhead in the lobster family? What's the deal? I, I like. I, I've never even heard of Lobster Boy. This one's Freaks on Parade. They had have the, you they, heard about Lobster yes, Boy? They had. A, they had yes. a picture. I never heard of them either until I wrote this, <laughs> and I said, "This has to be read on the air because Blockhead <laughs> kills Lobster Boy." Like, <laughs> no. You remember how the Blockhead guilty and Lobster Boy slay Penguin in Batman Returns? I don't. No, I'm thinking Dick Tracy. No, 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 no. no. Think about it. The hand, remember the hands on the Penguin? Yeah. 
this guy, Lobster Boy, they have Lobster the whole boy family. hands like that. Like Danny DeVito yes. and Batman. They yes. had a picture of Absolutely. the whole family sitting there, the Lobster family, and every, I mean, it's the saddest thing you've ever seen. You know, it's just really bizarre. Well, it's just really bizarre. <laughs> Life is And they're happy as clams. I mean, uh, just... Uh, or, or <laughs> lobster seafood thing. <laughs> crustacean. Okay. Oh, well, there it is. Lobster Boy found guilty I know. in Blockhead yes. slang. Blockhead found guilty in Lobster Boy slang. Hello? Well, welcome aboard yeah, the welcome night. Welcome aboard. This is show is called Night Shift. Night Shift Shuttle. Why are you up if, this if, late? If you turn us off right now, you'll never hear us again. <laughs> <laughs> so what were you going to say, sir? A little background on like who the hell we are. All right. Well, my name is Mike Sargent. Sitting across from me is Byron Saunders. That's me, her. He's the one who sings. And sitting and, on him. And sitting next to me, on wishing him. he were sitting on me. The Lobster Boy. Is Lobster Boy. <laughs> a blockhead, a real <laughs> Lobster Boy. He's a real No, no, blockhead. I don't. It's Chris Taylor. His name is Chris Taylor. Really just in know. case you really want to know. You're tuned to Listener Sponsored Radio WBAI. The name of the show is Night Shift. Normally, we're on from 3.30 till 6 a.m., so we really shouldn't be on for another 27 minutes or so. We're abnormal right now. So yeah, this, this is, is an abnormal serious. version of the show. Well, well, the reason is because God has graced us with the ability to come on early tonight. You're all maniac. I'm laying on the air. That's the father part of the show? Yes. I'm just curious, what is your show about? Okay, well, this is what our show is about. Fodder. Freaks. Freaks and fodder. Are you still there? Yes, I am. Okay. Uh, is that you, Miguel, that has like a phone? You have like a static key coming in and talking while you're talking? Do you hear it? Yeah, that's you. No, it's not. It is you. Every time you talk, you, what are you on a walkie talkie phone? like, hello, uh, Billy. All right, well, here's the thing. The, the, the theme of this show, or what this show is about, it's sort of a, we mix, uh, uh, I guess what you'd call media commentary, film review, music, some talk. We also get deal with some metaphysical issues. Later on at 5.30, we get down. Yeah. We're going to have an entity on at about 3.30, and this entity talks about some things that, like, they'll either blow your mind or you'll think he's out of his mind. I'm right. on the phone already. Okay, well, there it is. Your mind is being blown. And uh, in between all of that, we have all kinds of sound bites and music and things like that. So it's really a montage. It attacks you on different levels of consciousness. Some things may offend you. Some things may enlighten you. But... No matter what, at all times it is interactive. Your life will change. Listen, and sometimes we use special words like montage. Extreme. I used that earlier. <laughs> we use special words like montage. I described the Harry Harrison as a montage of films being shown. Mike used the word montage. So you have to listen to the show, and by the end you have to figure out what the special word was. It might be montage. But the duck did not drop out of the ceiling. And you didn't get the $25. I'm sorry. Did that answer your question? <laughs> Thanks a lot. Okay. Well, you, wait. Do you have another question? We have a question for you. Yes, yes. Password is. Can we ask you a question? Hello? Yes? Can we ask you a question? Go ahead. Why are you up this late? She's, a, she's being circumcised. Hello? No, I'm... Go ahead. I'm listening. I said I'm sick and I can't get to sleep. You're sick and you can't get to sleep. Is this show helping? Um, yeah, because I, I don't know, I was listening to Rainfall or whatever, and there was this meditating stuff, or whatever your show is, or whatever. Right, and what did the meditating do for you? Oh. What's that? It kept me awake. Ah, oh, there it is. <laughs> so there it is. And you kept stay, You kept listening, even though there was meditating tapes going on. Right. 
Why? What's wrong with you? What's wrong with you? Yes. I have a question for you. And what's what's your name, ma'am? Oh, for me? Yes. Yes. Heavy. Debbie? Yes. Huh. Heavy? What? No, her heavy. Alright, so listen, heavy. Oh. Heavy? What's heavy. your name? Heavy? Heavy. Heavy. That's her name, heavy. Is that what she said? She said heavy. 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 <laughs> Someone's that? trying to kiss you, Heavy. No. Is it no her what's her name? Her name is Debbie. Debbie. Oh. Okay, Debbie? We have some lonely men on the line, Debbie. I have a serious question for you. Okay, what's that? Are you, uh... Have you ever had a circ uncircumcised man? Is that what you can ask me? Are you naked? Byron looked over at me just going, oh, man, there he goes again. He's off. He's on a, he's on a tangent. <laughs> it's the Chris Taylor syndrome. Have you ever heard the show before? Me? Yeah. Is this on every night? Yeah. Yes, every night we do this. But it sounds completely different. It sounds like we're different people doing a different show. Right, but every Wednesday night it sounds the same. <laughs> so what what made you keep tuned in? Like we came on like close to like one uh, thirty. There was thunder at one thirty, and then about a quarter of them, there was uh, subliminal tapes happening, and then I was like, listening the whole time. So what 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 do you think of the show so far? I was following with the tapes, and I just kept it on. You're standing there? Yeah. Following with the tapes. Following She's tape. pressing her fingers. So are you in bed right now? Yes, I am. You're bed bound. And are you naked? Yes, I am. You see? I knew. <laughs> what does it look like? Describe them. It, it looks exactly like a quarter, but it's, it has um, it's $20, and it has, says Woodstock on the other could side. I, could I ask you to do me a big favor? Yes, Would you do me a favor? You don't even know me. Okay. All right. Would you mail me one here at the station? She only has one. One is a 20. You only have one is a 20? Yep. Oh, man, I thought they give you, like, uh, 20 of them. How come you wound up, you could, how come you wound up with this and you can't well, refund it? It's a memento. It? You can make it into a necklace. No, I didn't mean to. I, I thought it was just, like, change, and I just kept it in my pocket. Wow, that's a good, oh, see, that's that's a a good big chunk yeah, of change. Here's $20 in change. That's a good chunk of change. Let me put that in the meter. Actually, it's very light. It's very I, I, light. I, of course, it it's is. cheap to make when it's, it's light. Exactly. They made it light so it fly out of your hand and exactly. fall in the mud. Exactly. <laughs> so how much money do you think they, they collected? They made it light so it flies out of your head. How much money was going? How much money was going down? <laughs> people changing in for script. A lot of money, would you say? Yeah, I'd, I'd say there's more people buying drugs than anything though. Buying what kind of drugs? Drugs. <laughs> like, what, did you take any drugs when you were there? What'd you take? Fess up. What'd you take? Come on, what drugs did you do? True. Give us your address. The, tr truth. the truth. No, oh, I thought there was a new drug. Truth. Hey, man, want to do some truth? It's oh, yeah. Truth. Oh, man. Yeah, man, I, give me some truth. I heard truth is the best. I got whacked on truth. <laughs> exactly. Oh, man, I was out on truth, man. I told her everything. So, Debbie... So you were there the whole time, right? When did you get there? Thursday? Deb Debbie? Yes? When did you get there? On Thursday? Um, no, Friday. On Friday. And did you roll in the mud? 
There you go. Did you get any leeches on you? Oh, no. Definitely not. How, how old are you, Debbie? What? 21. 21. You could do that stuff at 21. So wow. what, do you, what do you do for a living that you're not doing right now? Um, no, I go I go to school. Gotcha. I'm away to college. Well, where do you go to college? Where do you go to college? Hunter. Hunter? No, Oneonta. Oneonta. I knew a girl who went to Oneonta. <laughs> <laughs> what is that? Mean? I did. I did. <laughs> Let me tell you. Mike's coming on to you, okay, Debbie? Just get ready for it. His next line after that will be like, oh, yeah, what no are you way, doing? No you an artist? Way, no way. Watch. No way. His next question. Are Here you studying go. psychology? What are you taking? <laughs> <laughs> what are you studying? Biology. Biology. All right. I knew it was something. Okay. Now, I mean, here, what kind of angle are you going to take on this There's one? There's no angle. Okay. Yeah. Stop projecting. Is your woman? Okay, let's see who so wants to see. Wait, I want to... Right, you want to get to talk with Debbie. Okay, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. So, so Debbie. <laughs> Debbie, this part here is where Chris comes on to you. <laughs> what was your favorite band at the show? Oh, the cow cells. I like that. The cow, cow cells. cells were there. The cow cells. <laughs> but nobody, you know, the orb was there. The orb was there. Get out of here. The they had a rave. Woodstock. Was the orb at Woodstock? She doesn't know. There was a rave's tent that had, the orb did two shows. Wow. In the rave tent? In the rave the tent. The rave tent. I love and it. You know who I else? love it. Yes. Orbit, Orbital did. Orbital was there yes. too? No, you know what I have? I brought the new orb um, with me for you to hear. Oh, you have the new The new orb. Okay, but first, I want to I want to play the Mike Sargent uh, radio television film thing. Oh, no. Yes. Okay. We're going to rate the So, voice. we're going to listen to Mike's voiceover tape, Debbie. Let's see what you think of this. Okay. All right, take the music okay, down. Rolling. Put the cassette thing on. Here we go. Help everyone. Okay, take down the All board. right. Okay, you, you might have heard this a couple this weeks is, ago. I can't wait to hear this. Uh, Mike Sargent's in voice stage. over tape. Take one. Give me a job, please. Don't be afraid. <laughs> because they were once almost human. From the director of Halloween. John Carpenter presents Stephen King's The Soul Snatcher. What's so special about Wendy's new bacon Swiss burger? Bacon. Special sauce. Bacon. Swiss cheese. More bacon. bacon. All on a sesame seed bun. It's the only bacon, bacon Swiss burger with three strips of bacon. Mm. How many? Mm. Doesn't that sound delicious? Yeah. Wendy's new bacon Swiss burger. Come on in now. Grab one while they're hot. This is about your style and what makes it more beautiful. More body. Salon Selective Spotifying Style Line. So you feel. One natural body. Jealous. Intense body. Free. From the salons of Helene Curtis. You're personalized. Now you've got the style. Salon beautiful. You've got the feeling. You should burp at the end of that one. Boy. Oh, All the kids used to trade <laughs> bottle tops. Here, have my bottle top. It's uncircumcised. I one great collection. <laughs> yes. Of course, some of them were more valuable than others. But there was one bottle top that wasn't worth anything. You should have a gunshot here. <laughs> so many around. <laughs> <laughs> hey, get off my property. We steal those bottle tops. <laughs> I want you to stop what you're doing. Oh, okay. Well, this is serious. I want you to 
to sit back. <laughs> Take out your uncircumcised. I want you to think for a moment about the last time. This is good. Moment. You had a headache. <laughs> You'll get one after the music comes on. Now I want you to stop. Don't you wish it were this easy? Well, it can't be. With new Tylenol 12. <laughs> Your headaches are a memory in minutes. Now, would you give this voice a job? Yes, I would. That's the question. There it is. There it is. That's great, Mike. Not bad, Mike. I think it's not job. bad. That's no, that's that's remember, you, you, I wrote some of the copy myself. I wrote the Tylenol at my shell. About yeah. a month yeah. ago, you tested it. Yeah, I tested it. That was the, yes. the, the early stages. Early stages, day. yes. Feature documentaries like the Discovery Channel. That's right. Debbie, what'd you think of that? Will you, would you hire him? I definitely would. Oh, you would? Okay. But would it be for a horror movie or for a Burger King commercial? Um, yeah, that's what I thought. It's always scary. It's like, eat that burger, you know. <laughs> so, um, so, okay, so so go to some music for a second. Then we're you back are still listening to Night Shift. Is, and the, the primo as I said, this is a radio that, night that, that, TV that happens like two or three weeks ago. Chris Byrne, you know, so music for a second. I'll be back here, in one second. I am here. I'm Rick Sargent. I'm still here, and I'm here with Mike Pearson here. The end show. And had you ever heard that voiceover thing? I don't, I don't think so. When there's a smiling through, it's gonna live in Yeah, it's the foolish thing that I did is I wrote this in my Please stand by. For every yeah, I had a couple so things. Like, hey, Burger King. I think somebody gave me the Burger King. I did. I did. I did. I did. An incredible inspiration. You never know who this is. So. Yeah, no, who is this? This is Bobby Darren. This is Darren. Who's going to stay embarrassed? But no, that's right. That's a whole other thing. But uh, so we're going to move into the next section here. And keep in mind, this is a language. So uh, Chris is going to play something. This is not too long after AJ and the Bronco. I don't know that was ninety-four. Was that was ninety-four. So this that, that so this must have been right. ninety-five, somewhere in there, ninety-four, ninety-five, because the OJ Bronco was ninety-four, like you said. So, so he Chris is going to play something from that. So we are talking about events and things. All right. Yes. Now, now the night. Now, okay, let me take you back. Right. Everybody remembers the Bronco scene, right? The Bronco thing with O.J., right? Yes. Okay. So there's the big Bronco thing that happens with O.J. And all the all the stations are covering the Bronco. This event. Yes. Peter Jennings is covering this. And yes. He's live, okay? Now I'm going to play a, a, a recording of something that happened on his segment. Okay. But he's covering the O.J. thing, okay? So what we're going to hear is we're going to hear a caller that claims to be at the scene and an eyewitness to oh, what's yes, going I on. Oh, yes, I remember this. this? Yes, okay, all right. Yes. So for everyone out there that may have not heard this, I think it's, to me, really funny. Uh, it, it, it is. It's very amusing to it. so, hear it. So here we go. Kind of sad commentary, but though. But it's funny. Just good afternoon to be quiet for a moment. We have on the phone with us as well Robert Higgins, who lives in the neighborhood and is on the ground and can see inside the van. Mr. Higgins. Uh, yes, uh, how are you? Just about as tense as you are, sir. Oh, my Lord, this is quite tense. What can you see? Oh, what I'm looking at right now is I'm looking at the van, and I see O.J. kind of slouching down, looking 
comes in, he sounds just like Howard Stern. I thought that was really bizarre. Yeah, yeah, no, uh, this is Howard Stern. I'm sorry about that. It's one of my uh, freaks out there that uh, listens to the... Uh... That's very bizarre. Is that bizarre? That's Chris's tapes of rare weirdness. Yes, that's my rare weirdness for... Uh... I have a um, Little Rascals joke for you. Okay. All right. Yeah. You uh, all remember... Bill Cosby bought all the old ones. They made a new one. Right. Do you, now, you remember... Um, Rascal Joe. Yeah, what happened? How come this has all been released? I don't understand. No, I, I don't thought Cosby bought all of them. He bought the old ones. He didn't buy the rights to future ones. Now, you all remember Buckwheat, right? Sure. Ote? Sure. <laughs> well, Buckwheat became a... Buckwheat? Uh, yeah, Buckwheat became a Muslim, and he had to change his name. Now, do you know what name he changed it to? <laughs> Salama Bakalam, what? No, what did he, what? Kareem DeWeet. Oh, stop. <laughs> stop. Stop, Kareem DeWeet. You are a fool. That's good, Byron. That was fun. That's not bad. <laughs> you huh? are a fool. Hey, it's Thursday morning. Come on. I like that, man. So we're going to listen to the entity. And for. Is the entity going to speak to us again? He's going to speak to us. Is Debbie still there? Debbie, you still there? No. Huh? Let me bring these people in. Let's go on. Hello, you're in there. Who's this? Bienvenue. Talk to us. Okay. Hello, you're in the air. Hello. Who's this? This is Edison again. Edison again. Hello, you're in the air. Bob. Yo, Bob. Yeah, Bob. You're on a very uh, efficient phone, I see. How come I can't turn you down? Turn that down, though. Yeah, but then some of the others will be low. All right, hello, you're in the air. Who's this? Play this on the Howard Stern show, that Howard Stern wannabe bass. Ooh, Chris, ooh, I see the gauntlet, I see the gauntlet being thrown. Yeah. Is that Monroe? No, that was just... Wait, he hung up. Him. Did he hung up? He hung up. Hello, you on the air? Hello. Hi. Hi. Who's this? My name is Angela. Hey, Angela. Hello, Angela. Hello. Hello, Angela. How long have you been listening to the show? Um, this evening or totally? Uh, this evening. Uh, I I assume a little over an hour. And and totally. I heard you once before, mm. months ago. And how was it then? Sweet. 
<laughs> Delicious. All right. So what do you think of the show tonight? It's interesting. Okay. What caught your interest? What were we talking about? Circumcision. <laughs> mm -hmm. I say nothing more. So we were talking about penis, and you said, all right, let me keep listening. Well, I usually... Um, you usually listen to, like... <laughs> Well, what did she say? She first letter. I usually try to fall asleep to like news radio, but something wrong with my radio. So, so I said, was, let me fall asleep to talking about. To talking penis. about. I understand. Yes. So I was looking for something else. And mm -hmm. You tried to change the dial and it's it kept coming back, back, and I was looking for something you, I else. Haven't, I haven't searched, which is awful because I should be sleeping. Okay. Okay. And we've kept you awake. Yeah. Have you tried turning down your radio? <laughs> actually, actually, I had it on snooze, and it went off during your lobster blockhead Oh, the, yes, yes. <laughs> so, <laughs> she's sleeping, all of a sudden she hears that blockhead. Where the blockhead kills lobster boy. <laughs> Good morning, New York. We had super semen on last week. Man. Super semen, you missed super semen. Yeah. Oh, I'm glad I missed You missed it. This guy called up and said that the most dis... The, 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 all right, my question for last week was, this is the question I asked everybody that called i said what is the least satisfying aspect of your life and he came on and he my said semen that, no no he came on and it's said his the least satisfying aspect least fulfilling that was my question least fulfilling aspect the least fulfilling aspect of his life what? was the same that that is the same for every man he believes and that is the area of sex he believes sex is unfulfilling for every single man and is the least fulfilling aspect of their life what? This was his assertion. And I said, well, why is that? He says, because he does not get back <laughs> what, he puts out. what he puts out. And I said, well, what do you mean? He says, well, from a biochemical standpoint. <laughs> and I said, well. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. This is, getting, this is actually got me interested. I, I and, I, and, it, and if I was falling asleep and the snooze button went off, right, right, I would right, be excited right, right now. You'd be excited now. Okay. Well, this actually so he doesn't get the, back. He doesn't get back what he puts oh, out. Oh, as far as semen's concerned? Well, I guess. What, I guess. I guess. The, body, the body, the male body itself cannot process it, so it's no good to him to begin with. Exactly. So so from a biochemical standpoint, he said, I'm giving this life-giving super semen, and the woman right. is merely giving me goo. Have you ever tasted your semen, Mike? <laughs> ooh, ooh, ooh. Why are you drinking it right now? <laughs> 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 yeah, I, I was waiting for him to swallow. Well, last week they got into saving it for you know. If he, I, we said it's so precious, why don't you save it? You know, hey, it's a good year. You know, just can have it. Bottles of it. They bottles of it on their shelf. And then that led us to the circumcision. That led story. us to the circumcision yes. story. So that was the progression of last week's show. Yes. So answer my question. No, I have not. Oh, okay. And I won't taste yours either. You won't taste no. mine either? Is that what you said? That's what I said. Whatever you're leading to here with this. <laughs> I'm not leading to anything. leading something. I see I'm just asking happens. straight questions. Of... So, I'm not afraid of anything. You're afraid of something. Mark. No, there's nothing between me and you but the atmosphere no. and your fear. Hey. <laughs> and who told you? I just want to know, who told you? That joke that you gave us here. Who, who gave Which you joke? joke? Which joke? Which joke did the, you The uh, Ote joke? You mean the Kareem DeWeet joke? The Buckwheat joke. The Buckwheat joke. joke? That's an old joke. But, there, you know, you can tell that joke, and you can then tell the one that goes right behind it, which shows something oh, like no. this. And here comes the part two of the joke. The, you know, the Catholic Church um, has popes, and when the pope becomes the pope, he takes on a new name. So the Catholic Church got its first black pope, and what name did he take on? I don't know. Pope Chop. Oh, stop. <laughs> pope. Pope Chop. <laughs> That is so bad. I do that bad. And you're black too, aren't you? 
This week's show in particular, besides the fact that we have the live Friday, besides the fact that we have the astrology, besides the fact that we've been on from 1.30 as opposed to 3.30, is that we have a special guest star. And for those who've just begun listening, who didn't realize that we've been on for over two hours now, I wonder if you can guess who that is. Pope John. Pope Chop, yes, Pope Chop. Pope Chop is here. Pope Chop! Pope Chop. Good to see you. Pope Chop is here. We can just play the Pope John. I didn't get the joke, man. Pope Chop. Pope Chop. You fool. Pope Chop. You don't understand. I guess I didn't say We can just play the tape of the first part of the show, and that way if anyone missed it, they catch up. We can just play, because the first part has all the stuff about circumcised penis. Let's see who else is here. Hello, you're on the air. Oh, you're calling yourself Dr. Discipline? No, no, someone was calling somebody else. You're taking it on. Listen, sir, you obviously feel that you should be addressed as a doctor for some reason, but they weren't referring to you. I really like that guy that's given those speeches he played last week, and again, this really nice. Yeah, now, let me tell you something. Is he blowing your mind? The jigsaw of life. Can I just say something? Yes, of course you can. Uh, to Angela, um, before, that the body can't process semen. That's absolutely true, of course. It's not a matter of the body processing semen, but um, the body and brain compete for the same nutrients required to maintain a certain level. The mass of the mouth. Nutrients to create testosterone and all these other are you a doctor? No, he's just a man with, you know, extremely powerful semen. <laughs> no, no, this is this is old, but you've embraced it heavily, and, and you you've you've decided that this area of your life will always be dissatisfying because of it. That's what you said last week. It is the least fulfilling the least fulfilling aspect of your life, sex. Yes. And you said every man, did you not, Chris? Here he is. He said this last week. This is the man. Now, what do you think about somebody like Chris who's only half circumcised? Is he only half uh, traumatized? He's a half-wit, I guess. He's a half-wit. But at least he's got that wit. Byron and I are no-wits, dim-wits. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> well, Chris, you had nothing to say. Uh, I was going to ask. I was going to ask. Get in a ponytail. Gonna ask, um, I was going to ask you a question. What's your name? Yes. Yeah. Just call him Dave? SS. No, I mean, that's the question today. Have you tasted your semen lately? Stop. Stop. No, i got a tip for you guys. Did you want to make an you I have a, a what? I have a tip, too. Okay. Oh, she said tip. That's what she said. I didn't understand what you said. You have a tip. Go ahead. What would you like to tell us? If you, if you guys eat parsley, it makes the sperm sweet, and that's for real. What? Is that why every time I go to a restaurant, they oh, always put stop. parsley on my food? That's it for female cooks, kind of thing. Oh, it's for real. It's the core. It's the um. That's interesting. That's, like, that's when you want gourmet semen. You should everybody out there take notes now. If you eat parsley, your semen will taste sweeter. Okay. Well, how do you know this? <laughs> Wait, let me hold it. Have you tasted any semen lately? No. First of all, that's not the kind of question a gentleman asks a lady. 
Well, I came up with the sweet stuff, dude. She started this. I didn't. Chris, man. I'm just asking straight yeah, questions. But, no, but you can't. You, if right, that were phrased think... differently, that would be like well, coming up there and asking it? her if she swallows. And that's just like not the thing to do. You just All right, well, don't fine. ask her. How does she know? No, how does she know that that's... Her friends told her. She's a lot of parsley, man. Because everybody's bodily fluids taste different, right? And some people, it's like, ooh, that's bitter, yeah. But if, well, if you eat parsley, it don't kill us. Everybody's parsley? Hmm? It just shifts the whole sort of, um, you know, the, the whole chemical thing that's going on in your body. That's interesting. That's very interesting. I'm going to go buy a whole mess of parsley, man. Well, who are you trying to, uh, please? Sweet talk. <laughs> I'm treading very lightly. So many things in my mind is. Uh, I couldn't help it. <laughs> okay, I'm back. I wonder what happens if you eat a lot of basil. They're joking. I don't know. And cream and taste like pepperoni. You're not an idiot, Rob. You should just stop talking. I think this, we finally come to the week where we realize Rob should stop talking. Go no, sleep, man. Hello, 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 you're on the air. Pesto sauce. Okay, thank you for that. Okay, hello, you're on the air. That was informative. Hello? Yes. Yes, who's this? Vicky. Vicky? Uh-huh. Vicky, how hello, old are you? Hello, Vicky. Hi. How old are you, Vicky? Um, 14. Okay, Vicky. <laughs> All right, Chris, I'll let you take over this Hey, game. man, I didn't, throw the, I didn't throw the net out. You did. What net? You what threw the net, net out. Well, go ahead, all right, Mike. All right, all right. I'll have to ask you, Vicky. Vicky, how, how long have you been listening to the show? That's not the question well, I was expecting. Well, I called but I haven't listened for a while now. Are you a Listen, listen. I'll get rid of them. Where is she? Where is she? Hello? Yeah. Yeah, everybody. They're too loud. Hello? You still there? Yeah. Okay. Chris zeroes in. On me. No, I didn't. I'm, listen, I'm not. I'm not involved. All right, now, Vicky. So, so, Vicky, you called last year. You said you called the show last year. Um, yeah, I called um with my friend. With and you were 13 old. last year. You called with your friend who? Kay. And what were you two doing when you called? <laughs> no, no, I mean, what did you say? I'm trying to remember who you are. Shut up. What Shut are you up. doing? <laughs> they up. were playing doctors. Stop it. Okay, good. All right, so, 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 Vicky, what did you say when you called in last time? What were we doing on the show? Um. I don't even remember. I hear you. Well, that's how it is each week for us. So, so what? How long have you been listening tonight? Oh, um, I've been listening from the whole beginning. I was waiting from like um, one o'clock. Wow, you Whoa. knew we were coming on. And I was like, come on! You wasn't like coming on. Right, I was waiting to wow. come on too. Right? So you I waited love to come on? Huh? You just, so why do you like this show, Vicky? But um, like two years ago, it was much better though. Oh, you mean back when Chris was here? Better. It was better. What was different? What was better? It was, um, what was it? No, because you talked, like, about, uh, now it's, like, kind of, um, it, it got boring a little bit. It used to be, like, more fun and stuff. Gotcha. It got more fun. It's, it was more fun two years ago. What, what made it more fun? What do you remember about the old shows? Well, um, we, you, we, um, used to look like, I mean, I was more interested because it used to be, like, with child stuff. I mean, that's something that I could talk about. With what stuff? What? It was, like, more... I know something that I'm into. Wait, wait, that word you said, I didn't get. It was more what? Childish. Like that oh, was... childish. The show was more childish, so you were more into it. <laughs> it was a romper room. Shut up, Rob. I'm going to cut you off, I swear. So go ahead. It was, um, right now, I was like, oh, 
grown-ups. Yeah, we're getting serious. We're, we're getting older. We're going older. It's, but this is, oh, it's boring you now? Um, yeah, well, the, you talk about stuff that I can't talk about. I was waiting. I was calling like half an hour now. Well, what do you want to call and talk about? Um, well... Yes, what is on your mind? What do you want to talk about? What on what magic do you want to unlock? <laughs> the secrets of dominion. So you're no. saying wait, it's basically two years ago when the show when I was on the show it was great. Is that what you're saying? It was more childish. That's what she said. Oh, is that what it was? I wanted to an answer. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. You liked the show when it when you two years ago it was funny then, right? Yeah. Yeah, you like it was funny. So, so what do you want to talk about now? Though? She says the show's boring now. See? It's boring. We're going to lie to have you well, listened? It hasn't been boring tonight, I hope. No, I wasn't as boring as it was uh... last week, right? Chris, what's wrong? I, I didn't listen last week. I, I fell asleep. Yeah, I, I really? so did I. <laughs> and so, so how long have you I'm been kidding. listening this year? Byron, don't get all bummed out. Brian's <laughs> all about that. Oh my dad was fall asleep and stuff. You always fall asleep? Yeah. So what made you stay awake tonight? Oh, well, I drank like three coffees and stuff. <laughs> drank three coffees. All right, so what made tonight's show better? No. Huh? You don't know. You don't know, gotcha. So what do you think of, uh, so you've been listening since 1 o'clock, so what do you think of the hypnotizing, the self-hypnosis? What do you think of that? Nothing much, not really. <laughs> That's good. Is that what that was? I know, Rob doesn't even remember. You hypnotize yourself to forget. Go ahead. Finish, finish what you're saying, uh, Vicky. Oh, what was I saying? Listen, if you <laughs> can't you remember, know. <laughs> only you know what you're saying. <laughs> I remember what you were saying. <laughs> so, so let me ask you, Vicky, what kind of music do you listen to? Um, like rap. I listen to like R. Kelly's down. Well, we have something we want you to listen to. You got that all queued up, Mike? What? The, um... Grace Jones, please. Oh, the Grace yes, Jones. No, Vicky, I can play the Vicky. Vicky. You want to hear the Grace Jones, please? Yes. You do? Yeah, we got I mean, let me just you. ask you, uh, Vicky, do you like boys yet? Um, yeah. Yeah? Well, maybe you don't What's the name of the song. piece we're listening to? Uh, the Typical Male, all right? Typical Male. Typical Male. Maybe we should bring in these people we cut off. Hello, you're in the air? Yeah, man. Yeah, all right. man. All right, well, shut up, Edwin. Hello, you're in the air? Bob, don't keep talking like every time somebody talks. You understand, Bob? Bob? Yes, I'm talking to you, Rob. I'm calling you Bob now. Bob didn't even answer me. All right, you ready to listen to this now, Vicky? Yeah. Okay. okay. You ready? You ready now? It's a little intense. Holy Where are your parents? They're in the bedroom. Are they awake? Um, no, they're not. Good. Vicky, you still there? I'm still here. Yeah, what do you think, think of that? That is good, yeah. <laughs> See, I thought you might like that. Grace is thumping now. Her resistance to the mind probe is considerable. It will be some time before we can extract any information from her. Vicky. Yeah. So what do you think of Grace Jones? Got it going on. See? See? Now, Grace is intense. Let me tell you, it's a black, uh, the, the CD box is black with black lettering. It's called Sex Drive. I was going to play that and we'd sing along with it because she talks about going along for the ride, so it's pretty intense. So, should, dare we take any more calls, Chris? Dare sure, we? let's dare do we? it. You ready? Sounds exciting. Open I'm the excited. Ride. You ready? Are you excited? Chris, you sound excited. I'm excited. He's excited. Okay, hello. Hello. You tasted any semen lately? No, I have not. Thank you. Hello, you're on the air. Hello, you're on the air. Can I, can I just make a suggestion? Like, the next time somebody goes up in the space shuttle, like, why doesn't one of the astronauts just decide to pilot the plane out into space? 
and just like you know like steer the thing and, and then hit the retro rockets and just, that wasn't built for that. and just and it, well it just you know just commandeer it and start flying out into space because <laughs> the rocket and go where go where just, you know, let's, you, let's go flying <laughs> won't be able to leave the gravitational pull of Earth. I do have a soundtrack it though. wouldn't be able to leave how do you know it doesn't have enough boosters oh doesn't have enough boosters he could be very right about that so Vicky let me ask you one more question yeah what did you want to talk about um, well, I have problems. Talk to me. Tell me your problems. Duty, but no. It's a what? It's duty or nudie? Duty. No, no. It's duty. 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 Uh, D-O-O-D-Y? J-U-D-Y. An enema. Stop it. Duty? That's a Judy. Oh, it's Judy. Yeah. Judy's the problem? Judy, duty. Um, no. Um, it's Dakota, but, you know, she goes like, that's a show. It's like Sunsy 100. Oh, really? Ask Judy. Like, no. Dr. Judy Koryansky. Oh, really? Well, then, I wish I had a show like that. I'd be making money. Well, you know, you're young enough. Mike can help you. I can help you. Talk to me. What's your problem, darling? He's Mr. Friendly. Yes. <laughs> Mr. Yes, Friendly. I'm Mr. Out friendly. Of... Yes, hello, Becky. Becky, what is your problem today? <laughs> no, please talk to me, please. You, you, you disregard those fools on the phone. <laughs> Okay, um, okay. I used to be sexually abused when I was, um, my whole life I used to be sexually abused. This is heavy. You're going to just jump right into this, all right? You used to be what? She was sexually abused when she was young. Most women are. So let's jump into this. Go ahead. Yeah, and, um, right now, if I make love with my boyfriend or whatever, um, it just, I remind myself of that and I start crying. Well, this is okay. too heavy for me. This is not too heavy for me. But here's my suggestion, Vicky. Um, my mother has a boyfriend and, um, well, I get sexual abused by him. And you do currently? Huh? You do currently? Yes. And she, your mother has no idea? Um, well, I told her, but she don't believe me. Your mother does not believe you? Yeah. And you're being sexually abused by him? This is too heavy. No, this is not too heavy. Let me tell you what I feel you should do. This is very, very hard for me to counsel you on something too heavy, but I think that you need... Wow. What do I tell you? Well, I, I, I tell you my opinion. She's got to take it into her own hands, man. I will give you my opinion. Should I give my opinion, Chris? What's your opinion? I should give you my opinion. My opinion is that this man should be arrested. That's my opinion. Well, I definitely agree with that. That's my opinion. My opinion is that um, this man should be arrested and that you need to sit your mom down and you need to go to, uh, uh, to get, seek some counseling. No, yeah, she needs to talk to... Uh, you need to seek some counseling on this. Yeah, you should, you should, actually, you should, you should actually get... Can I finish um, what I'm saying, son? I want you, you know, you come in. No, no, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to. I really didn't mean to. Right, I thought no, you would ask me. No, no. What I, I, I wonder what, what I should say. Okay, all right, but go ahead. Right, no, so that, say what you can say. Well, then I'll that, jump in after you. That was all you would ask me. So no, I, 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 I got it. Well, I don't want to fight Vicky? with you about this. It's, well, it's not a fight. I, I, go ahead. Just go ahead. No, go ahead. I'm fine. You go ahead. All right, Vicky. Yeah. Okay. I think that this is both a psychological and a legal matter. You are absolutely right in that that you you're not you, let's put it this way i hope you don't feel that you're doing anything wrong at this point um yes i kind of do i am what do you feel you're doing you feel you're doing wrong by allowing him to do this yeah okay well the only thing you're doing wrong and first of all it's not wrong for you to be allowing him to do this but the deal is that you do not have to let him continue how long has this been going on um like about a year it's been going on a year how did this begin um well um, when my mother and my father, they got divorced, right. so he moved in with us, but like the first night he spent here, he just came to my room and started feeling up on me and stuff. And, and, and your mother, and you didn't tell your mother right away? Um, no, I was scared. I went to, um, uh, I went to school and told the teacher and stuff. Well, and the cops did come to my house, and then my mother got really upset and stuff. And she, she's still with him? 
So your mother thinks you're jealous? Him. So you just, I, I hate him. Well, you have every right to hate him. Okay, so the cops came in, and what did you do? Your mother sent the cops away? Uh, yeah, my mother's like, if you want to tell them that's true, I'm going to kill you. She was just coming after me and stuff. I will never want to see you again. How, how old is your boyfriend? My boyfriend? Uh-huh. He's um, 18. He's 18. Does he live on his own? Um, no, he doesn't, but he's in the, um, yeah, he's going to, like, in a month. He's going to. And, and well, uh, there are legal things you can do to, to become, I'm not sure what the age is to become an emancipated minor, but it seems to me at this point that your mother is not really capable of watching out for you. Yeah. Okay. And he and was doing that, the same thing for my sister. How old is your sister? She's 12. She's 12 and he's abusing your sister too? Okay, listen, this man has a serious problem and your mother is, is in denial about it is what's happening. Yeah. Okay. And, and there is help you can seek for this. I, I, I wish I knew the numbers. Actually, if you call me after the show, I'll even look in the phone book, give us the numbers. But there is help you can seek for this. You can you know, stop I'm not, the you pain. Can, you can stop this. I'm not qualified necessarily to advise you properly. But if, if you're serious about what you're talking about, Vicky, that this is a very, very serious issue. Don't take this lightly. What he is doing to you now can affect you, affect your children, any relationship you have for the rest of your life. Okay, so whatever he's doing to please himself is a very selfish and, 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 and childish and irresponsible person, you know, and, and he happens to be a man, unfortunately, okay, but, but you do not have to stay in the situation, okay, because it, at this point, I don't know what your mother's problem is, she's really not doing her job as an adult or a mother. And they're both there now. Okay, and, and they're both in the, in the house with you right now? Um, yes, they are. And are they awake? No, they're not. They're sleeping. Can I say so? Uh, you can say something wrong. I'm serious. She should, like, eventually she's going to put a stop to it in one way or the other. Well, this, that's she should, the she should obviously do it, it, it sooner rather than later because the sister's only 12 and, you know, just to, to keep, to, to put it off, put an end to it is the wrong thing. I think you should, if your mother isn't paying attention to what you're saying, take it into your own hands because if you're 14, another two, three years down the line, you're going to be an adult. And at that point, I feel you're going to take care of it anyway, so... Well, Rob, thank you for, for sort of adding to what I just said. Uh, uh, yes, you have to take matters into your own hand, Vicky. I think it's kind of obvious. I think you've taken a big step by talking about this publicly to so many people that are listening, okay? Uh, and, and that's a big step. Uh, does anybody else know about this situation? Um, like maybe three of my friends and the teachers that I went to school. Now, what did your teachers tell you? They're the ones that got the cops to come? Yeah, I tried that three times, but then my mother told me. She still don't believe me. I did that three times already. And she threw you out? I mean, yes, she did. Have you ever... What, is, what does this mean? Does he threaten you when he comes in there? Does he say, like, if you cry out, he'll hurt you or something? Yes, he does. If I tell somebody one more time, he's going to kill me and stuff. And he's like, nobody will believe me. And he just makes me feel like it's my fault. So he's like, well, you know, look at you and stuff. He, you know, and he called me like a prostitute. And stuff. He thinks I don't open my mouth and stuff. Vicky, there are, is a place for you to go. You know a place right now? You should go to the police department. Yes, they you will should. introduce you to a female officer, someone who you can talk to, and say to them what it's very difficult to talk about. Yes. But I encourage you. I encourage you to do that this morning. Today. Today. Vicky, where, where do you live? Um, I live in um, Brooklyn, New York. Brooklyn, New York. Uh, Go to the police station. Do you, do you know where a police station is near you? Yes, I do. Okay. Go Have you been there day. before? Yes, I 
Um, no, I haven't. All right, what precinct? Do you know what precinct? Do you know where the, the police that were that were coming there before? Um, no, not, no. You don't I, know where they came from? I don't know. Okay. But, Vicky, uh, they will protect you. Yes, they, they will. will. They will protect the confidentiality of it mm -hmm. and that no one will have to know except the, them and the uh, child welfare uh, people who will come and handle the case. But you must, you must do this. take the first step and go to the police and report to them exactly all what you have Everything have that you've said here. Now, Vicky, I have another question for you. Uh, and, and how long has this been going on with your younger sister? Um, it's always like maybe about six months. Six months. That is right. a criminal act. It is more than a criminal act. This man needs this man cruel. needs help. This man needs help. And I you have no sympathy for him, but he needs help. And and Vicky, your mom, your mom needs help too. Victim. Your mom needs help too. That's Vicky, right. uh, my question to you is: are, Do you really think you can do something like this? School's about to start for you. What another month? Yeah. Okay. How do you feel about living on your own? Um. With me. Uh, Have you considered all this already? Right? Yeah. Well, this is my opinion, Vicky. Okay, but I really think that that this is too serious a problem for, to let it go on. It, it, I mean, you're up tonight. If you're up tonight. You're 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 up late. Does, how often does this go down? Um. Vicky. If you can't talk about it, Vicky, you don't have to say anything more. Um, I Well, if you're scared, you, you don't have to say anything more, Vicky. Vicky, Vicky do you if you're afraid you... to go to the police department, take an adult with you. Take someone with you. Do you have any other adults that you do you know that you can talk to that you can call? No, I don't think because all of them they're like I'm a, my mother told my whole family she. And, and she made them think that this is this is like a fantasy of yours. Is that is that what's happened? Yeah. But you'll have to go to the police department, Vicky, because that's the that's where the help will start. Okay. Uh, last question here, Vicky. Uh, you 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 say you know where the police department is? Yeah. Okay. Okay, and and it's walking distance. Yeah. Okay. Would you be prepared to go today? So you did what before? Huh? You did what before? You went to the police department and what happened? Um well they came and there was about to arrest them and stuff. Right. And then my mother got really upset and stuff. She's screaming she, I was I was like ran for my nothing, she threw me out and stuff. And she threw you out and then what happened? How'd you get back home? Um well then she called my it went out where I was staying, I was staying at my friend's house. She called me. She's like, "Come get your fucking ass home right now." Oh, don't, don't, don't curse on the air, Vicky. But uh, Vicky, uh, so are you thinking that if you go to the police, that it won't do any good? Is that what you're thinking? Um, I just thought I read tweets. I'm told I told the teachers like two times, and then I went to the police station and stuff. Well, and then my mother, I was like, it, "It's going good and stuff. They're going to take him away." And um, but then my mother, she told me to lie. If I don't. She She's going to kill me. She's going to never talk to me. She's going to put me in a full hmm. All right. Well, Vicky, uh, uh, I'll tell you what I'm going to do. During part of this, I'm going to go look up I, uh, some numbers. Yeah, I just found out a number. So. You got a number? Yeah, I got a number. For, I'm going to give you a number, Vicky, and then we have to end this conversation, unfortunately, um, because uh, we were advised to do such. Okay? Mm -hmm. um,
But let me give you a number for victim services. You got you got a pen? Yeah, I got it. Okay, this is a number for victim services, and I'm pretty sure this is the number. If not, you can call information and, and get the number. If this is not the number, there's a number for victim services is what it's called, is the agency. And it's on Lafayette Street. Number here is uh, number for it is five seven seven three zero two zero, and I think that that's an uh, emergency number. And they could give you they can guide you. Uh, they can give you better counseling yes. than than we can. Yes, and, um, they qualify. And, to and do I so. think that um, as much as we would uh, like to, like to talk help you. Uh, right. about this further. It's because this is live radio. Right. Unfortunately, it's in all our best interests that um, you talk to them, and that, that they're there to help you. And, and if we were able to help you um, make that decision, um, then then we feel good. But um, you know, I, I feel completely uh, supportive of what Mike has said and Byron has said, and uh, and I think everyone out there listening right now, um, including the gentleman that called and, and gave us some numbers and stuff uh, on the on the private line, are, are very concerned about this and. Uh, but it's it's not something that we are qualified fully to discuss live on the air, and um, and uh, and that's pretty much the deal. So, uh, so I mean, Vicky, did you write that number down? Or the moms. Vicky. Vicky. Yeah. Did you write the number down? Yeah. Okay. So we want to see who's here now. Mike. Yes. Hello. Did deceive me, or is that Chris Taylor? That is Chris Taylor. Who's this? Yes, who's this? Jeff and Elizabeth. Jeff and Elizabeth. You know, Elizabeth. I came on just because you were going to be listening tonight. No, I only listened Hello? tonight because I felt you might be on. <laughs> <laughs> That's too wild. Hello? I called for a very important reason. <laughs> okay, because Carrie's got an important reason. That was not me before. Okay. Oh, okay. We understand, Carrie, that it wasn't you. Smirched okay. on something like that, but I would also like to commend you on what you just did. And the irony is that a person is childhood who enjoyed you when you were much more childlike called you because you were acting very adult. Say that again. Oh, someone yeah, who liked us when we were more childlike called us well, now that we're being more adult. That is interesting. And yes, and this has been going on for a couple of years. And yeah. If you want to know about Bethel and voiceovers, you can ask me. I'm in a lot of pain. Right? That's the only reason why I didn't call you. Michael. Yes. i I, I got to say this because I have to get to sleep. Okay. I, I too, wanted to uh, commend um, all of you guys yeah. uh, for handling. Hello. Yes. Help me um, to share what she did, not only with you, but I also want to say that uh, radio affords um, a venue that allows people to say a lot of things that they're not saying in other types of. Regions. I think, um, as a woman, what's important to me listening to this that you guys were male, she's being uh, perpetrated, uh, that something's being perpetrated against her by males, and she felt safe enough to admit it and admit it to you guys, and you guys took her seriously. This is a very serious problem. Um, know who's listening. Um, I know when I do my show, people call up a lot of things that uh, normally can't, and we create a safe environment, and obviously you guys did, and I, I just wanted to say that. And I also wanted to say to listeners of your program, usually, um, because it's an eclectic kind of format, and you guys usually have fun, that, that everyone responded, in my opinion, in kind, and took it very seriously, and was very, very supportive. And I, I just think that that... Did we lose you? Tony? It's important that we really take those that. kinds of things seriously. We have a very sick world we are in, and if we can lead anybody to the light, 
get them to truth, help heal themselves, their families, the situations that they're in. I, that's what we should be doing. And, and we can have fun. We can have a yeah, lot of yeah, fun. Yeah, yeah, I totally, I totally Got, agree with, you know, you know the whole, uh, you know, it's, it's ironic in its own weird way because it's just, uh, it just brings you right back to how real things are and, and how, uh, you know, how serious, you know, situations can be. And, and uh, you know, and we have a lot of fun and, and you know, and, and, I, and I feel really, I'm, I agree with Tony and stuff, I'm just glad that... Uh, she was able to share that with us to you know and hopefully um it's a very difficult thing you know her life will can change as of this moment you That's know right. and uh, and we can you know help her maybe decide to be strong enough to do that and right. uh you know i uh we always, I'm, we always I'm say sitting here completely in shock with not much just we you know, always I mean, say that nature can change your life yes, here it is, yes, is vicky yeah. we want to hear from you we want to yeah. hear about these positive steps has it come a long way since 91 man yes we have Mike, I gotta cook, man. I gotta go change the class. You gotta go change the class? Of All right, I gotta go to a, a drop-in. It's gonna be a bummer. You gotta go to class. I'm becoming middle class. I gotta go change a class. I cannot speak. Wait, Are you giving wait, us wait. an attitude? Is that what's yeah, happening? No, he's, he's late and he's punchy. I'm changing the class, man. Damn it. I gotta go, guys. All right. Hey, man, Peace. Byron Chris, man. Go. Have a safe... <clears throat> All right, Rob. Night, Mike. All right, so, so let's see who else is here. Uh, who's this? Hey, Sharon. Oh, Sharon. That's right. You called it Sharon. Hey, Sharon. Mike, Mike, I got to tell you this, right? What? You know you're my boyfriend. Am I? <laughs> okay. You. Okay. People ask me, so, Sharon, you got a man in your life? I go, yeah, this guy. You know, I see him every Wednesday around. Are you serious? You've been telling uh, this to people? Uh, you're having Sharon, there are, there are drugs. I can give you some numbers that you can take that will well, what pull about you me? out of this You don't reality. tell him about Chris? No, no, no. no. <laughs> no Chris, you are She should take truth so she starts speaking. That's right. <laughs> Yes. Okay, I'm sorry. What? Longest dose of truth that I've had in a long time. What this show? I mean, think about it. The music union playing all night. Yes. Has been rather abusive, gritty, dirty. Yes. To the point. To the point. It's hard. It's right. There it it's is. Hard. Oh, my mind. That's why you picked me to be your boyfriend. Radio Raw. So, so Sharon, how long have you been telling this lie about me as your boyfriend? Well, since I heard you, that was about three weeks ago. And you know what I want you to do? Do you want me to write a letter to somebody? No, 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 no. Yes, she is my... You want him to send you a picture? Mike has them now, you know. <laughs> Byron's not in the photo. It's just the picture says night shift. And it has a picture Thank of you. Mike. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Good. Now we know. Don't feel bad. And is Chris going to be your new fling? <laughs> My name is Mike, and his last name is Byron. You say it's Mike, Byr Mike Byron here. Dr. Mike Byron here. Michael Byron. Michael. Christopher Michael Byron. Christopher, no, Dr. Christopher Michael Byron. Michael Christopher Byron. Michael Christopher Byron. There it is. BCM. In case command him. module. <laughs> Byron Christopher Michael. Yes. Yes. I break in for a second because yes. I got a jet. Oh, yes. You got a We thought you left already. I gotta ask Chris two things. Number one, why the uh, guest appearance? And number two, when the hell is Too Much Joy's album ever gonna come out? Whoa. I think Too Much Joy broke up actually, and to hell with them. You know why? Because they had Too Much you know, Joy. Too Much Joy. You know, I gotta say something. You know, they they <laughs> took pictures in my studio, right? And they didn't give me any credit on their album. They thanked I don't know how many. They thanked so many people, and then I see all these photos of the studio. They didn't even say like thanks. You know, a mutiny. On mutiny. Yeah. Well, there hasn't been anything since that, right? Right. Well, obviously not. You know. I, I just but, I've been looking and looking because I know it's been more than a year now. Yeah, they're they're pretty much broken up. I haven't seen or heard from them in a while. Um, but you know that's the way it goes. The uh, 
the well, why am I here tonight? Well, I'm here tonight actually, honestly, because um, the show was on from 1:30, and it was a real treat, and I got really excited um, about uh, you know the possibility of, of being able to do a, you know a long night thing, and, and and Mike and I always had the dream of doing this, um, and I heard he did it last week, and I was just just excited, so I just got excited, you know. Part of the reason why I can't do the, the show um, late night all the time is because uh, it's it's so late night and uh, it's hard to uh, to do the 3:30 to 6 um, show. It's just really really tough. How often are we going to see you? Well, you know, it's it's hard, it's hard to say. Uh, you know, maybe if you take a moment and and write a letter. I know that's asking a lot. Maybe if you write a letter to the station and say that I I heard Night Shift on early and I was just so blown away that maybe the heavens will open up and Night Shift will move to an earlier slot. I'm good, man. I think I could go for one like that. So everybody can be up early and and, and listen early. And, and, and go and to bed at a reasonable hour. Yeah, because, no, I mean... made me upset, you know, because I was just saying to my mother, I'm going to sleep, right. but i got to hear the show. I missed it two times already, and I wrote That's right, you haven't seen your boyfriend. Yeah. No, I uh, I miss, um, like, my, my Thursdays are gone. I, I'll lose tomorrow. Tomorrow will become Saturday. <laughs> oh, Lord. You know, I mean, it's I lose Thursday. Mike loses Thursday, and unfortunately, you know... Well, what happened to Friday? <laughs> Usually it's Saturday's a day off. I'm saying like tomorrow I'll lose Thursday. Okay. Like it's I mean and Thursdays <laughs> I gotta admit something. Thursdays a lot of bad stuff always happens to me on Thursdays mm -hmm. when I'm not taking care of stuff. Like you know, marshals will show up at my yeah, door and give me orders from the I, court. You know, and I'll, I see this little exactly. tape to my door. You know, the marshal was here. You know, we're coming. You know, I just I'll just have really bad things happen to me on Thursdays. You know, most times in the past. So I've always made a point to to uh, to try to be up and on it. You know, just you know, answering the phone kind of thing. Up and, and on it. <laughs> Good to hear your voice again. No, Unfortunately, up I can't. And on it. Well, you know, look. I mean, hey, you know, there's there's always up there's always. And on it. I hear a song happening. Up and on it. Ha! Guys, I remember way back. On it. Ha! I remember way back in the days of flashback, man. You remember flashback? Well, I was going to do a flashback, flashback today, but, today, he, but you he, know, he didn't even make copy of the tape. Did he flashed forward. Did you hear any? How much of the show did you hear? The whole thing? Um, actually, I tuned in at about I tuned in the BAI about three because I'm I'm so used to you guys being on at three thirty from like. I brought a flashback for you, Jeff. And I uh, yeah, I go oh. back. So, so no, you missed you missed the whole beginning about the penises and the flying penises. And the I picked up on it from the jokes you guys were making yeah. throughout. Yeah, yeah. Macy's just yeah. Macy's doesn't have to call. You know what he is? Well. Macy's the executive Chris, producer. Chris, 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 Chris. I was just to hear him all the time. Yeah. Now not no more. <laughs> It was funny, though. Yeah, he was. Yeah. I like what you said. I love you. Mom. I love you. <laughs> yeah. Is it my imagination or is the clock crooked? Wow, man, the clock is crooked. It's freaking me out. <laughs> is it totally freaking you? What freaks me out is how all the notes are missing. They're not telling us what to do. They're not telling us anything. No more notes. Where's, uh... Pass gas. What was that? One eight hundred pass gas. Get your gas mask. Remember that? It's so wild. Like thinking back, it's sort of like a science fiction movie. Yes, chemical warfare was on the horizon, and people were stockpiling gas masks. The best was that people were selling them with holes in them. What? What's that? 
people were selling them with butterflies. Stop with holes. Butterflies. Is she naked here? Is that what that is? Did you, see, did you ever see the movie? I own the movie. You own the movie? How is she in the movie? Is she like... I have never seen it. Oh, we're talking about Pia Zadora and film Butterflies. Is she totally naked? I incriminate myself. Is she totally... No, Chris you know Hattie, you. Is she totally naked? That's all he ever asked, you know. No. I'm... So Jeff, that was a flashback. Do you remember that in those days? Jeff. I think he's gone. Oh, he's gone. Well, I guess he's gone. Damn, man, he played something. Jeff out. just hung up. So Sharon. Yes. So why is it that you have to pretend that some freak on the radio late at night is your boyfriend? Oh, because you're my soulmate. You just don't know it. Am I? Well. Well, you can write Mike a letter. You know, he goes on. Meet he, he meets all the women that send him letters. Oh, oh yeah. He, and he meets the women that send me letters, too. And I meet the ones that send and me you shoes. Do. Yeah, and you do, Mike. You know, Danny calls me up, and he's like, yo, I got one of the listeners here that wants to meet you. So then I go, well, I can't do it right now. Danny calls up Mike, and Mike goes down to the bar and meets her. What, what listener was this? The one that wanted to have sex with me. Oh, the one that wanted to have sex with you. Yeah. That's right. Chris says, yeah, yeah, have her come on in, Danny. You bring her in for me, and I'll meet <laughs> I up. Just... And then she calls up, and she's like, uh, where's Chris? Chris is like, nah, I'm blowing that off. Sorry, babe. <laughs> No, like, he doesn't even meet her. I felt so, so you, bad. You felt so, oh yeah, I you felt, felt so bad. bad. You were so curious I'll to find out what listener yeah, what kind of woman would actually want, want, you. Have, yes. want me. So you went down. You met her. I went down. And what happened? And uh, <laughs> she was with Danny. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't Danny call last week? Was yes, he did for two minutes. Two minutes. Danny called last week. Yes, he was. It was last week. You did. I told you that that was the week last week. You're supposed to come on. You said it was two weeks ago. No, it was Danny last week called two, two weeks, weeks ago. ago. Two, two weeks, weeks ago. ago. Right. Okay, because I spoke to Danny down in um, in wherever he is. Carolina. Right Paris Island. No, he's somewhere else now. He's, oh, they moved. No, he's down. He's down at uh, Camp Lejeune. Lejeune. So, and, you, uh, you still there, uh, Sharon? Uh, I want to ask you a question. Who? Me? Yes, of and course. I was going to say something about Danny's story. What, what's that? Practice. What? Why do you, do you think you're not attractive? Do, you do I think I don't know. I, I listen to Chris. He was like says, well, let's pounds. look at let's ask the other two doctors <laughs> in the room here. Uh, well, doctor number one says he's I'm ugly. Thank you. <laughs> doctor number two, second opinion. He's ugly. <laughs> Oh, oh, buddy, you know, my you could, buddy. You could send, you know, you could send a letter to Byron. Oh, Byron's got a really nice duplex apartment in Manhattan. Totally, totally <laughs> duplex. Cute. And Byron's very cute, and and, and Byron's got style. Oh, Chris, Chris and, sounds cute. Chris sounds cute. Let me tell you the magic of radio. Let me tell you about the magic of radio. Two one two two seven nine three four hundred. We're in the. Uh, Plane terminal here, broadcasting live. Oh, well, we're back in. Studio. No, do you, do you find Mike attractive, sexy? Do you do you find that from over the radio? Oh, me? Yeah. Hell yeah. Oh, see, Hell there yeah. it is. Well, there it is. But you know what it is? What? It's not really like I'm dating you. I'm dating the show. Got you. You are into the group hey, thing. Hey, if you write a letter down here, you could date the show. Oh, stop it. Chris, is, Chris will come up with a with a T-shirt that says "The Show." <laughs> Hi, it's me, The Show. <laughs> Hi, it's me, The Show. <laughs> How you doing? I want to say this. Yes. Serious. All right. My children can listen to you at any hour. I hear you. Okay. Yes. So, you feel safe with me. I was like. What? Wait, wait, now you just said that under some secret code. Right now, right now, Mr. Mago. What'd you say? Um, what? <laughs> Mr. Mago. Don't talk in Magoose speak. Nah, 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 nah. Well, what did you say? <laughs> <laughs> okay. You're pretty. I was just saying that I love the way you guys take care of that. Oh, oh, you like the way we take it? Yeah. Thank you. 
Thank you. Wow, we never knew we could oh, such a It just seemed like the logical thing to do. It didn't seem like. Oh, and uh, I need that Lazarus thing too. That is a must-have. Is that a must-have? See, but yes, another must-have. We reached is, you. What? I want that tape that you did when you were a kid. Right. Oh, 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 oh. You must call one nine hundred blackmail. Yes. Go to your room. I, I want a copy. I want a copy of that too. That, as a matter of fact, where the voices talk to him. That was pretty wild. Wasn't as a matter of fact, there's another tape that Mike has to play for you that he did the radio show when he was fourteen or something. And you think you're listening to Night Show. Oh, that was W. I don't know. W. I don't know. And he had a fight with his partner, and his partner said, Get off the air. And all these people were calling Mike and telling him to get off the air. And he does all the voices, and it's the funniest thing. You are being treated unfairly. So you you were just. It's about you guys that I love. What is it about us that you love? Do you feel like we're in your living room, though? Like, kind of like hanging out in your living room? What it is, I listen to you guys on my walk, man. Oh, I got you. That is so cool. It's and then I can hear ear. myself on the radio too. That's, yeah. That's great. So it's sort of like we're we're standing on your shoulder talking. Like I'm sitting right at right with you. Got gotcha. you. Oh, we are. Close your eyes and there we are. Buddy, have to do that. Okay, with my my okay, now what ear am I in right now? My right ear. I'm in your right I ear. I want to be in your left. Now what ear am I in? Now. Well, you're kind of on my upper left. Got, I'm on your upper left. Got upper you. left. You always have those special headphones. Mm-hmm. What do you What do you think, Chris? I mean, you think she's got those special headphones where I'm on the upper left? I think you're an idiot. The upper left. Where's the Trans Europe my CD bag? I, I kept it. I'm keeping it. No, no, I don't want. I want to play it. Like what? You know what? Listening to you guys are. You guys are like the 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 Ooh. little watch the TC 2000. With the little robot. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Well, thank you guys are like the little robot on that super TV show. That's oh, exactly what we're guys like. are just like that. It's like the little robot. Uh, when I grow up, I want to be a morphin ranger. <laughs> let's see. Let's see how. We'll, let's see if we can pin. Um, speaking of robots, we'll play something for you. Play the second cut. And let me tell you something, right? I was riding New York City Transit, all right? I was on the bus. Okay. I I, I was up on some. Uh, what do you call it? Truth. <laughs> You were high on truth. I hear you. I was high on truth. And I'm like, what the heck is this? I mean, I was totally captivated. And I'm looking around on the bus, and I'm like, wow, I hate riding bad transit. It's a horror film called New York Transit. Remember the Vincent Price movie, Scream! Scream! And what happened to you on the train? (laughs) Perhaps you think you're being treated unfairly? I like Zither music. <laughs> you, know. you know this is from? This is from the film The Day the Earth Stood Still. Yes. Yes. Go to the go to like the next cut or two cuts down, go to like four. This is um This, this is, is ro- Byron waking up. <laughs> this is the robot. <sighs> you know, Bernard Herman, I gotta say something, Bernard Herman wrote the score for this, right? He's the king. He wrote the score for all the films by Harry Hansen that I saw. Harry Hansen. Harry Hansen. Yeah. All the films. Yes, he did. They had they a, a lot of Hitchcock going on. A lot of Orson Hitchcock. Wells. A lot of Hitchcock. You know what his last film was? <gasps> some last soundtrack. What Whatever I wanted did. to ask you, Mark. Yeah, that film. A little, a little movie trivia, because you guys yes. are really good with movies. Yes. yes. I wanted yes. to ask you. Yes. Go to the movie yes. theater, and you hear that guy yes. doing the, the, the whatever, yes. the little clips or whatever. Yes. Who is that voice? I don't know. 
What clips? What are you talking about? You know, oh, the voiceover guy? Get her. Yeah. Who is he? Coming, you know, September 16th. Oh, like, it's, it's not, it's not like one guy. guy. Bruce with his Willis. Yes. <laughs> Bruce Willis. No, Bruce with his Willis hanging Stop. out in that new film. Stop. The new film with the girl from My Lover. I love her. Oh, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. March, I know. Jane yeah, March. Jane, Jane March. I have her in. Yeah, you have her where? In, uh, I have her naked Vogue. Wear. No, yeah. I didn't say naked. Yeah, yeah. Vogue. I think she's going to speak. Now, Sharon, I bet you didn't know this, but if you really exactly. wanted to get the uh, <laughs> copy of Lion King, all you have to do is go up to 25th Street and you can buy it off the street. Yeah, but it's bootleg. It's somebody sitting in the back of the theater. Those are garbage. You know, those are trash. Man, you know, Mike, trash. talk about the last film you bought and what was on it. You know, I go out and I buy, I buy, I buy naked, right? I buy, the stupidest person. You buy naked. Go I buy naked, right? Why'd you it's buy naked? sealed, because it's a good movie. Naked. I buy naked. It's sealed, naked. right? Sealed. It's Hermetically sealed. Hermetically sealed. sealed. I pull it out. It's got the label, naked. I pop it in. It's Philadelphia. Oh, stop. <laughs> I swear. And it's Philadelphia where the guy's a camera, and then, like, somebody That's goes... That's a good movie, guy. No, yeah, that, I, you know, I wasn't expecting Philadelphia. I was That's expecting... Yeah, this is from the it's day the excellent film. film. Okay, so it's, well, it's, it's, it's an excellent film, except for one scene. The one scene in Philadelphia, Mike, that long scene. Oh, yeah, the, the scene where the bid for the Oscar scene. Yes, the bid for the, the, bid Oscar. For the Oscar scene. I, I'm sorry, I could have cut that cut. Snip, snip, snip. The scene where he's got the red light, it's the whole thing, and he's it's, it's just, it was good, but it was a little too long. That's the problem with American audience. Nah. I didn't That's go for the problem. It wasn't too long. It could have cut the whole scene. Very out. slow, very methodical, like the piano. I love that. Chopped her finger off. Sharon, 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 where are you from? I'm from another place. No, no. I want to know where you're from. Where's this accent? I'm trying to place your accent here. From the Bronx. From the Bronx. Where in the Bronx? Boogie down Bronx. This, man. that, hey. Where in the Bronx? Now eating in the house, right up the Cross Bronx Expressway. Yeah. Cross Bronx and where? Red Lane. Red Lane. Red Lane. Red Rom. Red Rom. The Cross Bronx and where? Red Rom. You know Jerome Avenue? Okay. I got you. I know where you're in it. I'm like right up that soup. I know where you're in it. He's on his way. He's down I. I know. I know the Bronx. I'm in and out of there. I was like, all right. It's not I know the Bronx really well. I. Oh, what is the hell is look at him? You know, you just get him like a trigger, a trigger, and he just oh, says, I, 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 I know the Bronx really well. Damn. Damn. But I don't know where the hell to go. How old are you, Sharon? Like, that, like that How long have you been living in the Bronx? Born and raised. Have you been born and raised all your life? Where else did you live in the Bronx? My. By the Palace Theater? Goodness. Metropolitan Avenue. Where else did you live in the, the Bronx? The Metropolitan. Yeah. Where? Fordham Road area. Fordham Road. Yeah, boy, had that changed. Didn't it? I was over there just the other week. I was enrolling for school. I'm going back to school, Mike, and guess what I'm going to do? You're going, going to be a psych major. All right. Oh, I you say. We'll definitely talk about this show Psychic during your psych classes. Yes, okay. What have you learned about the psyche? <laughs> what have you learned about the psyche? Yeah, Byron's going for that class. sugar. There it is. Now, Mike. Right. And it, it has to be me. Okay. Everyone. Hold on, Sharon. Who else is there? Did hey, you just bring somebody I else? I tried to. Hello? Yeah, this is Jose. Jose? Welcome to the show. You just started listening to us, Jose? Uh, I started listening about one hour ago. And... Oh, well, an hour ago, okay. <laughs> Welcome to Insanity. And, and, and? And make yourself at home. You, you want to bring Vicky back in? Uh, she's already in. Is she? Vicky? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, uh, Jose? Yeah. What did you, uh... What did you, you know, a, a friend of mine wanted to make a record. Well, I'm not going to say that. He wanted, his name was Jose. He wanted to call oh, it. Oh, stop it. No, he wanted to call it Jose Can You See. I swear to God. I swear to God. His name was, he was going to, 
No, he was good. <laughs> he was no. I'm serious. He's gonna make three records. Jose, can you see? Was one of them, right? Right. Hose, Hose A. Hose A. And and Hose B. That oh, was gonna. Stop. I swear to God, that was the that was gonna be the second record. And oh, what was the third one? He had like. Jose, can you see? Hose B. Uh, what else? Or something else? Um. A risk. Love them or not, your dog is dead. <laughs> Love is always about a leap of faith. Oh, thank you. You never know if it's gonna kill you or take you to some magical, wonderful place. Right. What is this? See, we could so be Jose, what to James Scott. Now, who are you playing over there? Who is what? I don't know. Mike's just. I'll just hang out. Okay, what did you say? Uh, I was saying that I found the show very interesting. I had just arrived. And uh, I turn on WBAI, and as usual, I feel very compelled to call whenever I hear something interesting. Okay, what's Where talking from? Uh, I knew I would be asked that, Dan, every time I called WBAI, they'd have to ask me that. I've been living here for about four years. Where are you from? Yeah, in the house. What is that stand? That's Danielle trying it's, to get uh, through. Stop. It sounds like some creature it sounds, it sounds like, scratching it like, it sounds like it's a pigeon. It's <laughs> a pigeon found the phone and dialed it. That's like redial it. B A I redial. There's a pigeon in there. Can you make a pigeon sound? No, I can't make a pigeon sound. You are stupid. I want to be a pigeon. Stop it now. It's like, who's that? Is that a... Is that a pigeon listening? Oh my god! It's that pigeon again and he got him! <laughs> Attack of the killer pigeons coming to a theater near you. Don't be afraid because they were once almost pigeons. <laughs> okay, let's see. Hello, you're in the air. Oh god. What? Gotcha. <laughs> Hello, you're in the air. No, I couldn't hear completely what you were saying. Uh, now, 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 where did you say you were from? You've been here four years. Yeah, don't you know we're all soldiers of truth? <laughs> Life would go to pot if it wasn't for us. Although that wouldn't be a very bad... No, well, anyway. <laughs> if, I, if I press something, is that going to mess you up? What's your pot? <laughs> no. Who's that? Okay. Too much of that. What did we call it? H hello, you're... <laughs> hello, you're on the air with us. Hello. Who's this? People like I don't know what's up. Yo guys, man. Yes, I'm, I'm right here. I'm right here, man. Hear the yes. voice. Y'all should check out this movie, The Enemy Within. Oh, it's a great film. What's that about? That's a great uh, film. It's a science fiction film about being being stranded on a planet. Um, okay. No, that's not it. That's not it. <laughs> okay. This is a new one. This is a new one. Over our government. Right. No, I'm kidding. Forest the enemy. I know. I know. Enemy mind. Right. I'm talking about my own film. <laughs> yeah, we'll go on Saturday. We'll go check that out. No, what else would be good? What? If you haven't seen it already, Sankofa. Yes, Sankofa. Go see it. You I got it? a listing right here. It was sitting on my floor. It's a, it's a, an exceptional movie. But uh, it's playing at the Victoria Five. Village East Cinema. Yes. One eight one eight one Second Avenue at uh -huh. 12th Street. Uh, you got the 1210, the 220, the 440. Hello, you're with us with the, the listings. Hello, you're on the air. It's because I love that movie. Oh. Hello, you're on the air. Yeah, magic is the best. <laughs> Thank you, asshead. <laughs> Thank you, asshead. 
has spoken. Something. You know, if Madonna's listening tonight, happy birthday one day late. No, because she listens to the show all the time. But, you Did know. you hear about the guy, the obsessed guy? Yeah, the obsessed guy. Yeah, I like that. the obsessed guy that's after Kathy Lee. That guy's even more bizarre. Jeez, it's just insane. <laughs> He's clearly insane, right? No, it's just... <laughs> hey, Excuse I don't know me, what you would minute. see in Kathy, Kathy Lee. Kathy Lee Gifford? Oh, there's exactly. like some there's some real okay. psycho that's Crosby for Crosby. No, there's some psycho wants her in the worst way. He's like he's he's under arrest. He's been on one too many cruise ships. He uh, so. you know, Miss Perky, you know, is hey. what uh, Kathy Lee uh, Just tell him to tune in. You know what's to, funny? Uh, Regis you, and Kathy I, Lee every day. She won a Miss Teen America or something or okay. something. She's been wanting to stardom for her whole life. Yeah. Haven't you? No, I don't really want. You I'm, want stardom. I, I don't want stardom. You want stardom. I don't want anything. You want stardom. I want the you money. You want stardom. You want stardom. I want the money. You want stardom. I want the money. You want stardom. I want the stardom. Mike. What? Uh, I, I remember that girl who called in. They're from Brooklyn. That girl Vicky. You remember her from a year ago? Yeah, I got it on tape. You want to hear it now? Okay. Girls, what are your names? Nicole and Kate. Nicor and Kate. Nicor. Nicor. Hey, she changed her name. I know. Well, that okay, happens. keep playing it. What else happens? That's it. I got you. Well, thank you. Uh, these are second. from the Asshead Archives. <laughs> these were from <laughs> the Nice <laughs> <Nigel> Collection. <laughs> you are the official archivist. Volume 37, the number 22. Official archivist. Asshead, are you serious? <laughs> yes, 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 he is. I remember Asshead, that show. You right, are our right. best listener. Asshead? Yes. Best. Do you have... Uh, uh, I got everything, man. <laughs> <laughs> do you have the? Do you have the tape? Asshead. Find the tape of me talking about John Kenny Jr. two weeks ago. Yeah, you said you you, you can like, like, have sex with him. Yeah, yeah. Find that. Yeah, I'm gonna play. Uh, you look for that. Well, I don't think Chris. We'll, we'll ever hear that wow. tape from Asset. <laughs> but exactly, exactly, exactly. It, what's amazing to me about Asset is he just like, we talk about something. Well, that's he what I was going to make a comment about that, about that. Anyone who's like just recently tuned into the show, just to, for appreciation's sake, this is like 1995. And this is the kind of freak. Yes, it that is. Was, like, you ask them, it's like, oh, do you have a clip? And they would have it yeah. lined up. They would have it ready to go. Lined up, ready. And he also had his Echo device ready to go. He's like, I have everything. <laughs> you know, he's, he was he was completely well-equipped. He was our best listener, asset. Wow. So, yeah. So you are you are still tuned to listener-sponsored radio, WBAI. We were listening to a episode of Night Shift from 1995. Uh, and yes, so those were the days, man. Sex talk, yes, we talked quite a bit about circumcision and, and Chris's proclivities and, and looking at penises and a whole lot of things. So, hopefully, you enjoyed it uh, and you understood. You know, we, we had some moments of seriousness, moments of levity. So, uh, if you've enjoyed this show, please consider making a pledge. You can go to give to WBAI.org and make a pledge. I say, since Night Shift's been on for 30 years, make a $30 pledge in the name of Night Shift. Just to say, hey, I love this show. Maybe think about becoming so, a buddy. That's 
not maybe, become a buddy in the name of Night Shift and just do like $25. That's what I think you should do. That's really what you should do if you, if, and especially if you were listening. I don't know if anybody listening back, listening back then. Uh, and maybe you enjoy that throwback to that time. Yes, sir. So, Mike from Jersey, thank you for for coming on the air here. And uh, hopefully you enjoyed uh, (laughs) this trip down down memory lane. So, until next time, uh, we are here every Monday from 10 p.m. till midnight. And again, please become a WBAI buddy in the name of Night Shift. Just go to give to WBAI. It's a wrong, it's a wrong, it's a wrong, but I want it to be right. This is the mic check for Cat Radio Cafe. A testing. Testing. Tune into Cat Radio Cafe Tuesday night at 9 here on WBAI. I'm Janet Coleman. I'm David Dozer. It's the place playwright on Tuesday, February 21st at 9 p.m. We'll be joined by author Priscilla Gilman to discuss her new memoir, The Critic's Daughter, an eloquent and emotionally 